Welcome, everyone, to Diefall Presents Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, I'm actually going to look this up right now because it's something I always forget to do, which is what freaking episode are we on? Oh, okay. Uh, 13, it looks like. We're on lucky number lucky 13. Uh, this is also the, this is the first time that this cast is going to be using Zoom today rather than Discord. So if we have any issues or camera problems or whatever, I literally just set everything up. So hopefully it all looks, uh, looks good. And uh, yeah, if you guys noticed... The intro there. We're uh, we're officially in chapter four of uh, of Dragon Heist. So for those of you that have may have seen the module before, you kind of know what's uh, what's coming up. Um, yeah, so it's been good. It's uh, I think. Well, I normally I go talk to people and ask them about their stuff, but I mean, like I talked to Stella like two days ago, so I don't know. Stella, Stella what's new? <laughs> How you been? How's the weekend? Uh, good. Um. Literally nothing has happened since. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Have you been playing TFT? Team no. Fight Tactics? No? I've been socializing. <gasps> I know. Oh, that's right. Are you, You're still in DC, right? Yes. What have you done? What's been the best thing in DC so far? Went shopping. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you gone to like any of the, the, the like museums? I've been a million times. So. Oh. No. Oh. It's too hot. That's that's true. It, yeah, very, very warm. Uh, but okay, you went shopping. Well, hopefully that was, I, I guess that was the best thing you've done so far in DC. That's pretty good. I had a barbecue. Okay, that's good. Nice. Poop. I like barbecue. It's delicious. That's very good. Very good. Um, Dungeon Dame, how have you been? It's been a while. What's they going on? Did. There was a my brother-in-law's wedding last weekend, which is why it was not present. Yeah. Um, that was fun and hot. I could literally feel beads of sweat just like dripping down me during the ceremony. It was oh yeah, super. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's great. That's the best. Um, I think that's pretty uh, universal right now. It is just stupid hot everywhere, yeah. and it's miserable. Yeah. Love it. Gotta love it. Gotta oh, love so it. Good. So good. So bravo. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit, even though. So we get to hear your your crackly voice today. Um, how how have you been? Pretty good. Just pretty, pretty good. <laughs> it's I, I, you know, this game's probably gonna be a little bit easier because Cry doesn't say too much, and she kind of has a, a crackly voice too because she doesn't speak a whole lot. Doesn't she's I don't. I always imagine like she kind of sounded like super gravelly and super like this exactly. Yeah. She she didn't really ever use her vo vocal cords since she got to water deep, so. So I, I guess this is the episode where Cry does the most talking then, because you have the voice for it now. She has there you been go. talking a lot, I will say. Mm. Yes, a couple sentences worth. It's, uh, it's been more than Guys, I've ever I expected. Guys, I I do play characters that talk. Okay? <laughs> My bard here at home doesn't shut up, so <laughs> I promise you guys. Just... This is... This is this is her way of plugging. Uh, hey, invite me back for a new show with a new character, and I, maybe I'll talk. <laughs> I haven't ever played a rogue, and I'm really, really wanting to. <laughs> Good. Uh, Mike, how have you been? I, I've I've noticed the uh, the ever expanding line of of fruit cutie uh, drawings. Uh, do they have their own world now? Are we developing like actual canon for them? Kind of, yeah. Uh, as I was streaming, drawing the most recent three the other night, the chat was just coming up with this narrative for them and the world that they That's live nice. in and nice. villains that they fight as like now they're some superhero group. 
I guess that I awesome. never intended them to be. So awesome. uh, yeah, uh, I guess my my chat whenever I get around to streaming is gonna write the uh, the canon for me, and I'll Perfect. just I'll just draw the characters and That's let them write question. whatever world they want. What do they eat? <gasps> um, yeah, in the last drawing that I put up, uh, uh, one of the characters is eating a sandwich, and. I, I intended it to be jelly because it's all over oh, her face, no. oh, but then no. I'm like, jelly's made of fruit. It can't be jelly. So, hmm, mysterious substance. I mean, like yes. bacon jam exists. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they don't need. But yeah, they don't need to eat. They, you know. Well, I mean, like, so, so they're they're nutrient rich sludge in it. <laughs> right. So they're like fruit people, though, right? Like, so there could still just be fruits, like you know, non sentient fruits i guess i i think that'd be like eating pets though i i don't know <laughs> really i mean they're, i mean like they they're, if they're non-sentient does it does it matter yeah, maybe not i don't know i haven't thought that far into the world yet like mm. it was just supposed to be a mm. bunch of cute characters and then yeah. started <laughs> building a world around it i don't know how it all works now, now we have like some of these really weird conundrums to go through. Yes. <laughs> some like moral stuff. Yeah, mm, good. It's good. All I've, I've enjoyed it. It's good though. It's good. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, so, do you guys want to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons today? Oh, wait, I thought we were. I thought we were playing like Overwatch competition. Yeah. Oh, let me go get my yeah. controller. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, controller god. All right. Yeah. Uh, maybe next time. Um, maybe I was joking. Next... It was funny meme joke. Uh... Well, I mean, no, but actually, because we we don't have next week, so Castella uh, is gonna be at Gen Con. I'll be gone too. Oh well, never, never mind. And I, I think Dame's be... gone. No, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Oh, <laughs> I have okay. nothing to do. It's a long weekend, and I don't have any D and D. Wait, why is it a long weekend? Uh, Monday's a holiday in Canada land. Canada land. Maple syrup Man. day or something. I can't remember which holiday it is, it, but it's a it holiday. Must, it must be maple syrup day. That's perfect. I think it's like yeah, family like day or like BC day. One of the weird ones that we have. Family day. Hmm. There's one like every month. We get a stat every month. It's great. Really? Mm -hmm. That's kind of amazing. It's okay. I'm Move very to Canada. Jealous. You get yeah. Canada mom. Bye. Mom, gotta go Canada. Yeah, because like what? We have like a Monday off like once every like three months or something like that, I think is is how our holidays work. So yeah. unless I'm you're part time like me, where I could just ask for days off. That's yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh so <clears throat> who wants to who wants to do a little uh synopsis of where we're at? Are we gonna roll? Yeah, but I was at, mostly I was just gonna gauge the reaction of of who who might actually be able to remember what we've done. I have one note. Nope, two okay. notes. Okay. Forty gold for bandits and Grinda with a bunch of hearts. Hungover. <laughs> Hungover. <laughs> I love it. Uh yeah. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll. Roll me a, a d twenty, and the uh, the person that comes closest. To what I roll, uh, I think Varys. I think you just rolled twenty, not a d twenty. You just rolled the number twenty. Well, so <laughs> it's it's close. It's that? close, but it's close. Like I said, every um, time I open this up, I it's like I've never seen it before in my life. <laughs> 
I kind of want to give it to Cry because of the crit fail, Don't but know. it. Why did you have to bring that to my attention? You know, you know, but uh, I, to, per the rules, the rules of rolling, I do believe it's Mina within two uh, 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 here that needs to give us the synopsis. So, uh, Miss Dungeon Dame Mina, please, uh, what are we doing? Um, well, I believe we, we stopped after a, a lovely fight with, with some piratey type dudes, but uh, before that, we were definitely hungover. Cry almost died. Um, yeah, and then we decided to go look for our lost nimble right friend, who we found in an alley covered in herbs. Um, and we made the decision not to kill the nimble right. Instead, they gave us a map that had Grinda Garloth with a big X on the dock ward near Mishore. Um, mm -hmm. We hit level four. Yeah. <laughs> we did, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Um, and then there were some some thugs at, uh, at Grinda's when we got there looking for the stone and we exploded them with the help of paying off some other thugs to help us not die. Which mm -hmm. is super. I think, uh, Stella, I believe you almost died, right? Yes. Yeah. Kicked the bucket there. That was fun. Um, and then uh, Grinda opened the door for us, and we were about to go talk to her, but uh, that's where we stopped, I believe. Yeah. So why are you here, though? The Stone of Galore. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So we're on the hunt uh, for the Stone of Galore. What do you What do you remember knowing about the stone? Really <laughs> <laughs> goes to their nose. <laughs> Uh, what what do we know about? <laughs> what do we know about this? Oh, that's not that's even that's not even the right D&D game that I just flipped to. To belong to <laughs> the former Lord of Waterdeep, Neverember, Rainier's father. Mm. And it was given to I had it. And then it got stolen by the Nimble Right that belonged to Orand and what's her face? The bitch. The bitch. Grawl hunt? Um, <laughs> hunts. Um, and they sent him away with a map um, to go find the dragons. Mm. Find some dragons. Money dragons, not money dragons. Money dragons. Yes, so legend has it. The Stone of Galore knows where to find the secret vault of dragons somewhere in Waterdeep. Uh... So now our party is on the hunt for the stone itself. Supposedly some kind of weird magical item. Uh, yeah, excellent, excellent. So at the end of the last game, we found ourselves in Mistshore. Uh, the party, after battling um, some of the the Zentarum, right? Remember, the, the city itself is uh, kind of on this Zentarum purge uh, after the... Uh, the Grawlhuns were attacked in their home for one reason or another. Seems that there's a little bit of a, some lying being done here. Uh, the party knows some differences. Uh, but they're being rounded up. Anyone uh, related to, associated with the, the Zentarm and being questioned or detained, um, put on trial. Um, yeah, so... It's going to be, it's interesting because you guys have worked for them in the past, uh, but now you're actively killing their members and uh, ignoring the summons of some of their higher ups. So uh, we're going to see, we're going to see what happens. But where we ended, we were in the docks ward 
Uh, you guys killed some Zentarum that were uh, attempting to accost Grinda Garloth uh, about the stone. They know that she had it, but you killed everyone but the one leader guy that had the, like, crossbow arm strapped onto him. Um, and uh, we finished with everyone alive and Grinda Garloth opening the door and, and peeking outside. So that's kind of where we uh, we find ourselves now down here in the docks district um and Grindagarloth being there uh for those of you guys that that maybe didn't catch Grindagarloth previously here I will do a uh, a nice little show to players for the uh, Grindagarloth picture which is interesting enough in itself because it has this weird contraption has this weird contraption. But Grinda Garloth uh, is, is a mage of some sort. She has this weird uh, submersible contraption that she uses, and uh, our players find themselves outside of her home. What would you like to do? We healed Malia, right? Like, you're, you're functioning? You're moving? Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, so Varys healed me. <clears throat> Don't worry, I fix you. <clears throat> Thank you, Varus. Glinda, <clears throat> uh, are are you all right? Yes. Oh, um, yes, I'm. I'm fine. Ah, uh, just these uh these ruffians out here. I I suppose I have you to thank for taking care of them. They were making such a racket. I thought I was going to have to handle them myself. That is a sight I would have liked to see. Oh, yes. Much magics I could have cast against them. But I uh, I didn't have to thank you for taking care of uh, of them. Um What can I uh, what can I do for you? I don't have much in way of uh, saying thank you, but I I could serve you some tea. Um, is this woman here wearing much as is pictured in her picture? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. She's uh, she kind of looks like she's just still in a nightgown. Um, and it's it's it looks definitely old, a little bit tattered. Um, and it has like some staining on it, pretty uh, pretty prevalently. But it looks like it's like some kind of floral pattern. <laughs> Uh, can we see beyond her and into her home? She's kind of got it cracked a little bit, but if you guys approach and, and, and she opens the door a little bit more, yeah, you, you look inside. Um, that, that The house is more of a shack than anything else, right? What In this district, everything's been kind of burned out, run down, and if it's standing, that's impressive on its own. Um, so, like, you, you kind of see inside, you see, like, a, a small unmade bed. Uh, looks to be a, a table with a bunch of glassware on it and like a um actually uh make me if you would like anyone that's like kind of looking inside make me an arcana check the molly with an 18 okay yeah i mean with six um molly you you definitely you've noticed this and you see it and you've probably seen something like this before uh, either in your training uh, with some, some differing uh, acids and poisons. It's definitely uh, an alchemy setup. 
Uh, so you have a lot of like lar- like larger decanters and, and measuring glasses, and you see what looks to be like a Bunsen burner. Uh, so it, she definitely has like a, an alchemist setup here. Um, it seems to be the nicest thing in the entire room. There's a, a small stove, uh, a coat rack, table, stool, a stuffed chair that seems to like have some of the stuffing falling out of it, uh, a wash basin, and there's there's a chest uh, at the foot of the bed as well. Um, I believe some tea would actually be lovely, if you don't mind. Oh, yes, of, of course, please do. Come in, uh, come in. And, and she opens it. I, uh, I don't have many places for, for you to sit, but she, like, gestures to, like, the stool and the stuffed chairs. But I'll, I'll prepare the tea. And she goes in there. She gets, like, a kind of, like, beaten up old copper kettle, and she, she pulls some water and, and goes and, like, places it on the little stove and starts heating itself. And she turns around and kind of wrings her hands a little bit. Um, so thank you. Um, what brings you to this side of town? Ah, well, actually, um, we are looking for something. Oh, is, is it anything old Grinda can help you with? I love her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Malia is going to kind of cradle where she was shot very horribly and where it's probably all bloodied, but it's it's healed over because of the magic. She's like, I am so sore. Can you please give me something oh. for the pain? Oh, oh my. Oh, I do. And she like, she looks really concerned at like the blood all around. She's, oh, I'm, um, well, I, I have a little something I could, I could probably put in your tea if you don't mind. A little numbing agent. Please, thank you. You are so benevolent. Please, please, and she like gestures to the overstuffed chair that's got like the stuffing falling out of it, and definitely like some poles and all the fabric, and like you maybe notice like a spring kind of coiled up in the back. Please sit. I drape myself over this chair. <laughs> really dramatically, just like oh, I'm I so look sorry. extra pitiful. <laughs> mm. I, uh. She kind of likes, you know, wrinks her hands some more, and she she pulls out a really like old beaten up tea set, and stuff like got some chips out of it, and you know, like pours the heated water, and like, well, let it steep for a moment, and 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 then then you can can drink it. Um, what is it that you are looking for? Polya tries to very subtly wink at Mina. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, um. We are looking for something to help our, our friend there. She was injured before the fight, and 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 then when oh. we came here to see if perhaps you could help us, we were distracted with the thugs outside your home. Oh, um, I, I'm not much of of a healer. Um, I I do dabble in, and and she like gestures over to the the, the glassware. I dabble a little in in, in some alchemy. Maybe there's something I can, I can do to help, but again, I, I I don't have very much. And she kind of, like, gestures around the room, and you notice that, like, the ceiling's kind of halfway caved in and just, like, tarped over with, like, a sailcloth. And you're like, oh, yeah, wow, okay. Oh, um, what kind of alchemy? <laughs> oh, oh, you know, a, a little of this and a, a little of that. <laughs> but what kind? Um... um are you well versed in, in alchemical abilities? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> T- 
depending on how the dice roll that day. <laughs> um, well, uh, sometimes I, I make uh, various potions and things to, to sell at market. and um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know what else to, to say. Hmm. She's pouring the, the the tea into different little teacups, and she brings out this little like paper um, f- envelope. And she, uh, this the powder here, I'll mix it in nicely. Uh, sugar or cream? When she's looking over at Malia, lots and lots of sugar. Oh, oh, good. Uh, that'll take the bitterness right out of this the medicine here. And uh, she, like, dumps this powder into your tea and adds, like, four sugar cubes and stirs it with this, like, kind of bent-up spoon and hands it to you. Just, I only have one teaspoon, so we'll have to share. <clears throat> um, uh, elf boy, uh, sugar or, or cream with your tea? I, um, sugar, please. And one lump or two? Hammer. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, got it. I um two, please. Ooh, of course, of course. And she drops the two, and then she says, "Just uh, borrow the spoon from your your friend when it's when it's done." Um, and she it looks like she just notices cry for the first time, and she like looks over. Oh my, <clears throat> um, hot young young woman, um, such power. Please uh, come closer to the to the fire here, like to the stove, and she grabs your arm. You're icy cold, my dear, are you all right? I don't have much in the way of blankets, and she like goes over to the, to the bed and like gets like the one tattered blanket that she has and like wraps it around you and brings you over to the stove. Please, here, and she like hands you the cup of tea. Sugar or cream, hold on to this, it'll help warm you. She looks over at Paulia. <laughs> she looks over at Mina. Oh. She's just gonna go. Thank you. Uh, of course, of course. Please uh, get yourself warm. You look look like you're about to drop dead, and I would not have that here after the rescuing you've done. Um. Okay. Does Cry still have the big gaping hole in her chest from where the sea monster stabbed her with the trident? I forgot I got stabbed. <laughs> um. I'm not bleeding. Yeah, I, I honestly I'd forgotten that too, but. I don't know if it's noticeable, like, where, like, Cry's rags kind of, like, drape over things, unless she, like, makes a point of, like, showing someone. It, it's probably noticeable, but it doesn't look like Grinda's noticed. Um, but she has noticed that Cry looks dead and feels dead. Uh, so there's there's that. And she looks... Oh, my. Um, my, what great horns you have. <laughs> I forgot. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. They're better to protect people with, my dear. Did you use use them out in the fight? And she's, like, looking over them. Just looking. <laughs> you don't look like a tiefling. Curious, curious. Ah, uh, you know. Oh. Tieflings come in all shapes and sizes and colors. This is true. This is very true, very true. Maybe, hmm... Further down the line, maybe, then, yes? Ancestral. Curious, though. A tea, a cream, sugar? Uh, neither. Black, please. Thank you. Oh, oh. She, she hands you the big cup and she, Um, 
so you are you are asking for for something to help and she like looks over at malia who's like on the chair like dying like oh but she's for this one and she kind of like gives a side eye to cry who's yes it seems to be in dire straits um w what may I, I i do for you i, I... all i have to offer this tea <laughs> Malia's totally derailed Mina. She was straight up just going to ask before, but now she's like, I don't know if I should. <laughs> Maybe you should be subtle. <laughs> Mina's not terribly great at subtlety, though. Um, yes, uh, we heard um, there were some um, 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 gems or, or stones you might have that are great for healing. Roll me a deception check. Oh, shit. Oh, That's okay. She's good. She's got lots of charisma. It's fine. Not fine. She rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Uh, so a seven, a seven deception here. Let's do, let's do a little insight. Okay. Yeah. Grin, Grinda's, uh, yeah. Grinda's eyes, um, for, for us, like we get the camera view of like, for a second, it's it it seems like the old lady persona just falls off, and then okay. she recomposes herself. Oh, stones! You say, um, well, there are types of healing you can do with stones. Some people like to heat them and then place them and over cloths on their body to to soothe aching muscles. Is is that what you mean? Yes, actually, um, now that you you mention uh, w warming stones, those might be helpful for our friend Kai over here. Oh yes, indeed. Um, I don't have those though. I, it's not part of my uh, repertoire. Again, I am not much of a healer. I uh, oh, I you do. <laughs> just live here on the bay and look out over the over the ocean and. You know, I, I'm semi-retired, and again, I make the occasional potion, but mostly I, I just keep to myself. And um, Semi-retired? What did you do before? Oh, I have a little of this, a little, a little of that. You know how it is. Take jobs where you can find them. <laughs> mm -hmm. Was that making potions before? Uh, no, mostly no. Um, in my younger years, I was quite a force. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stella, your eye. <laughs> oh, a force. Were you a powerful mage? Oh. <laughs> I, I had quite, I have quite a few powers at my fingertips, yes, but it's been quite a long time since I've, I've used them. Oh, well. My interest now is in, is in resting and enjoying my remaining years here. Oh, wow. I love this, Grandma. <laughs> I'm sure you are quite a force to be reckoned with still, even now. Oh, no, please, please. <laughs> I do cast a fireball or two. Wait, Grandma? Cry's like, oh no, cry! <laughs> 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 Wait, do you have them out? 
No, no, no. They're tucked Ooh. away. I, I have them. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to know because, you know, Grinda's a mage. She might know something here. So. Yeah. But okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, no. Mina's got them tucked away. She's keeping them well away from cry. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ah, a fireball. Like, to leave a weave. Recently, did you hear about those fireballs up in the north? Oh, yes, terrible business that, I heard. Uh, quite a few people died, even. Uh, this terrible, terrible thing. I wonder if they've caught the person that's done it. You know, our uh, Waterdeep's finest, they're probably well on the case. Ah, yes. Waterdeep's finest. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yes, we were actually um, in the area when that happened. It was quite a sight to be seen. Oh, my. That's terrible. I'm thankful you're okay so that you could come save me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was absolutely our pleasure to come here and lend you our aid, although I'm sure you could have handled it. Oh, I, I, mostly I just wanted to ignore them so they'd go away. I'm not sure that would have worked. They seemed very intent on getting in here. They said something about a, a stone of galore. I, yes, um, yes, I suppose they did. Um, what even is um, that? I, um, I'm not so sure. Uh, if you want to roll uh, an insight check, now would be an now absolutely time. <laughs> excellent time to do so. Oh, she's not so great at insight. Give us the tea, Grandma. Still better than deception. She did. Anyone else that's looking also roll insight? Oh, absolutely. If you're in the room, you can absolutely roll insight here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Varus 19, cry 22. She's over Varus. Yeah, Varus and Cry, she knows something. She absolutely knows something. She's being very coy about it. And you almost don't catch that she's telling a little bit of a half-truth. You see like a slight quirk in the mouth. You see her eyes kind of slide a little bit, checking the escape routes of the room. She's a cheeky old lady. Which makes me love her more. Yeah, I want to adopt her. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're gonna collect her and the nimble right and the horse. Um, okay. Uh, Cry's gonna look over at Varys. They have that little connection. Mm -hmm. Gonna look over at <laughs> Malia and be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just really non-subtle. <laughs> just like, just ask her, uh, just <laughs> to do the thing. Yeah. Um, Malia, you, you distinctly pick up that Cry is trying to tell you something here. Yes, do I know what she's trying to convey? <laughs> it's up to you. Sure, you've known each other long enough, why not? So what are you trying to convey? <laughs> she knows something. Oh, okay. She knows something. Okay, um... Oh, this tea is delectable. May I have another? Oh, yeah, so, of course. She, 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 like, turns around and grabs the, so, the teapot. As and... as I'm handing her the teacup, oops, I drop it. Oh, no, it's broken. Oh, um. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's 
All right, I only have the four. Now I have the three. It's plenty for me. I don't have company often. I'm very sorry. And I know you're in such dire straits oh, oh, now. Oh, let me help you clean. Oh, get up. No, 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 no. Please no, don't. Uh, don't, no, don't, don't, don't. You're, you're so hurt. You're so hurt. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I must. I don't, uh, please sit. I insist. No, no. I insist. No, no. It's okay. Get up and like put my hands on her and just like pat, pat, pat. It's fine. I'm sorry. Please, just, uh, I do suggest that you sit. And she casts suggestion on you. <gasps> uh, so, the activity is sit. Um, yeah. So, she's gonna do this thing, and hopefully I figure out how to do this. Um, so... It's a concentration, one action, you can hear and understand. Uh, so you need to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Eighteen. <laughs> oh, an eighteen. Um, yeah. So you you save, and you felt when she said you felt the magical weight behind the words, and it was it like you push through it, but you. It felt like a stone was trying to, like, weigh you back down into the chair. Uh, Malia's grip on her shoulder just kind of tightens a little, and she says, Excuse me, did you just try to cast a spell on me? Um, I, you, but you, you needed to sit. Look look how injured you are. And how about gonna stand you up? sit? And I'm going to, like, try to push her down into the chair. Oh, ah, uh, oh, I mean, ah. Uh, she, she's, she's an old lady. She's not very strong. You immediately turn her and push her into the chair. She's like, oh, um, oh I'm so sorry. I just, I didn't want you to hurt yourself. And, and, oh, and, oh. Poor, I'm just super confused before. about everything that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Casting magic lady. on people is illegal. Well, actually, it's not terribly illegal, but... Uh, only if you report me to the Watadavian God. <laughs> Looks over to Mina. We about to teach this old lady a lesson? <laughs> well, I mean, I it's about to get wild in here. <laughs> we don't need to report you casting illegal magic against our consent on one of our close friends here. She's like looking at you expectantly. Yes, okay. I hear there's a something you want out of that. Perhaps. Uh, I mean, it's gonna get up, up nice and nice and close. Oh my god. <laughs> we are looking for something. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hear you might have it. Ah. Uh, whatever you've heard, <laughs> I'm. Or I do not. Mm. What were those thugs looking for? Roaming intimidation check with advantage. Oh my Heck god. Yeah. <laughs> we are bullying old people. Uh, intimidation with advantage. 23. A 23. Oh Barely. But she understands when she's outnumbered and in tight quarters. 
you see as like her her face falls a little bit like all pretense of like her shaky hands the ringing the kind of like glassy look in her eye it all just kind of fades away and she looks and she's like they were looking for the stone of galore which I do not have It's like when Yoda stops being a crazy old coot and like gets yeah. <laughs> Clearly you don't have it. Are you sure? Yes, actually. No where it is. I've done business with the Xanathar Guild in the past. Younger years, stupid mistakes and things of that nature. Uh, supposed to hold the stone until someone arrived to take it. But I decided that those thugs didn't deserve it. That was also a mistake, because now they'll be hunting me anyways. I gave it to my rat familiar. Little creature. Told it to take it to our family mausoleum in the City of the Dead. If you're looking for it, you'll probably find it there. Uh, can I roll an insight check on her? Absolutely. <laughs> particularly want to be going there if she's lying to us. Me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, anyone in the room. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Mina, eight. Malia, six. Urgh. Varus, four. Cry, eight. Damn. Uh, <laughs> she's telling the truth. All of you think she's telling the truth. Right. The mausoleum, the city of the dead. Yes, um, my, my family mausoleum, and she, like, reaches under her clothes and she she pulls out uh, a key on a on a string and it's around her neck and she unties it and hands it over this is the key i'm not looking for any more trouble and i understand that i've made a mistake here and well i'll probably have to lay low for a while but mm. i'll be back i think molia would like to try something what would you like to try, Malia? Malia's gonna cast a spell on this old lady. Oh my god. What spell are you going to cast on this old lady? Powerful! Oh my well, gosh, it's a long spell. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna try to cast Detect Thoughts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so concentration up to a minute. Uh, for the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. Uh, if the creature you choose an intelligence of three or lower, doesn't speak any language, it's unaffected. Initially get the surface thoughts. Um... Target must make, uh, so you get surface thoughts regardless, and they only make the save if you probe deeper, is what I'm getting out of this. Yes, let's try oh, probing. <clears throat> okay, so she needs to make a wisdom saving throw against your, what is your DC? Um, it is 13. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, you get the, the surface thoughts, right? And you sense annoyance. You sense slight trepidation. Uh, and you push deeper, and she goes, Stupid stone is more trouble than it's worth. Get these fools to go take it off my hands. Or we have to leave town for a while. Should I leave the apparatus here, or I could just take it with me. Do a little treasure hunting on the way out. And you kind of, like, hear this, like, whole background thing going on. She, like, notices, though. She's a spellcaster of rather high level. Mm -hmm. Wait, like, in her brain, she's like, that one there just cast a spell on me. Hmm. Well, maybe they aren't as dumb as they look. Molly just kind of slyly smiles. <laughs> Varus and Her cry eyes are like, 
<laughs> now, is there anything else I can do for you? And she's like glaring over at Malia. Hmm. Malia asks the group. Wait. Hmm. 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 Never mind. It's too crazy of an idea. Um, oh, just with do this it. group. That's not too crazy for this Say group. It. Uh, Malia kind of looks over to the group and she says, Do we want to uh, perhaps provide her some asylum in our home? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> hmm. What are you suggesting, Spellcaster? Molly is not looking at her, she's looking at the group. What do you think? Hey. Like, where would we keep her? There are a number of rooms. Currently have a spare attic room. True. Do we? Isn't it's a storage room, but uh, <laughs> there's two up there. There's technically the quote-unquote storage room that Varys slept in the first night, but it's been unused. Do we think we could trust her in our home? I am under the impression, and instead of like squeezing her, I'm just like patting her shoulder now. I am under the impression that she is a woman just trying to get by. Hmm. Well, I suppose it wouldn't be too crazy for one of our grandmothers to come visit with us at our home. Wait, is huh. Floon still living? Is he still there? Probably. Like, how many people are we giving asylum to? All <laughs> of them. Floon was just visiting at okay. one point in time. Yeah, he he just was there to drink with you. And then he left when Renair left. Okay, okay. Yeah, when Renair gave awesome. you that, like, ultimatum about, like, pick a side and then left. <laughs> okay. You see, we are also... Not fond of the Zentarum. Hmm. Well, that is not something you should go around saying to people when you don't know who they're affiliated with. But <laughs> well, you so said so the same yourself. She said Xanathar. She said Xanathar. I think so. She. Yeah, she Whoops. used to do work for the Xanathars. Oh. But to be fair, the Xantarum were just trying to break her door down. Okay. So yes. But she's she's it's it's like it's not she's not accusing you of anything. She's yeah, just yeah. it's like cautionary. It's not you know one could say the same about the Xantarum Xantarum Xanatarian. <laughs> the Xanathar Guild? Yes, yes. them. Well, <laughs> I'm a Xanatarian. I won't take I'm a Xanatarian. I'm a Xanatarian. I'm a Xanatarian. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, I have a rather lot of uh, large luggage that I would like to have a place for as well. Uh, if you were to provide asylum, what um, what would you be asking for in return? Hmm. 
your help in recovering the Stone of Galore. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I can't be seen trying to get it back after I double-cross these people. You have my help. I gave you the key. I told you where it is. Just go get it. How are you for uh, protection? Our home, like I said, we were around when the fireball went off. We are a little concerned. I have my ways. Hmm. If I wanted to incinerate all of you right now, I could, but I feel like it's against my better judgment. It's probably a wise choice. Would you be willing to help us keep our home safe in return for asylum? What, are you under attack by things? Again, only if you have a place for my rather large accoutrement. And she stands up and walks over to the door and says, Please, I'll just show you if you don't mind. Sure. She opens the door. She's like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you don't want her to, like, run away or anything, right? But, um... So she she opens the door and uh, it's it's into a room and you realize now that like what you thought was the water just being rather close is just it was actually there's an interior dock room literally in her house oh. and you see kind of s- sitting above the water being held up by by some like ropes and pulleys and, and things like that uh, an apparatus. Uh, a very curious one in here. I'll show you guys what that happens to look like. Oh, it's like a crab. Oh. Yeah. So, this somewhat crab-looking contraption, uh, it's like a large sealed iron barrel. It looks like it weighs an immense amount. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like a crab. She she watches. This is my apparatus. You can pilot it. It goes underwater, floats on the water, down to nine hundred feet. It can go. I use it to find shiny things in water deep. So many shipwrecks over the years. There's so much to find. Ferris is gonna like walk up behind Malia and like tug mm-hmm. on her on her cape to get her attention. It's like, I want it. <laughs> I want it. I, I want it. I'm not talking to old lady. Malia, I this want it. This is mine. <laughs> Elf oh, oh what do you mean? Now, now, Varys, we must share um, with permission. We, we, we can share, but I want it. Okay. <laughs> can you... St- Store this on land, or does it require to be near water? No, it is an amphibious vehicle. You can wander on land as well as go underwater. But, as you can see, it's rather large, and I don't know if your home can provide a a space for it. My room. Can our home (laughs) provide a space for it? Uh, it yeah, is living room centerpiece. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is rather, rather large. Um, How many people could fit in it? Let me let me take a real quick look. Uh, two people can fit inside of it. Uh, so if you look at it, it's probably about like with all of the stuff, the legs. It's it's like 
five people across and five people long, but it can fit two people inside of it. Oh. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, you know, it's like a person, it's probably like a person and a half tall. Right? Like, mm. a, of average. So it's, it's, it's like, you know, roughly nine to ten feet tall. The, the smokestack on the end back there or whatever, it's probably pushing like another two feet going upwards. It's, it's a large, a large metal thing. Hmm. <clears throat> Malia, did we ever make that stable? <laughs> I couldn't remember a damn thing after that drinking session. It was all, oh, do you know if we have a stable? Uh, I vaguely remember stacking some crates, but I don't think it <laughs> Stacking some crates, taking some parchment and pen, and like just writing stable. <laughs> just well, slapping it on there. Grinda, we do have intentions of constructing a stable at some point. We can perhaps expedite that plan and store your device in there once it's completed. Hmm. How long? We'll have to, uh... We can just find a place to hide it if it takes too long. I'm going to have to either leave town now or be provided asylum. Almost immediately, once they find out that the stone is gone. I'm sure we you could... did kill all of them, right? So we have some time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. <laughs> so Malia honestly doesn't know because she was unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, roll it anyways. Okay. Perfect. Do it. A 13. Well, that's a, that's a rather good deception. Hmm. She's going to incite you. She goes, hmm. She looks around the room. Does she even know? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm responsible for a string, strings of lies that are totally unnecessary that we didn't need to make throughout this whole campaign we've been playing. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god, no. Cry, natural one. Varus, natural one. She looks and just... Oh. Venus just like... <laughs> How we, many... Cry and Varus didn't even say anything. We just nodded in agreement with Malia. <laughs> How many lived? One. Which one? The big one. The crossbow arm man with the stick up his. Noska. You mean Noska. Yes, that one. Oh. That is unfortunate. He happens to be a little bit smarter than his other thuggish friends, so. He's got half a brain he's already reported back. Well, maybe you grievously wounded him enough that he died on the way back. We can only hope. Anyway, hit off on him. It sound you did. There was a couple of shatter spells that, that rocked his world, but he did survive, as far as you know. Um, she goes. Well. I can attempt to find a place to stash my apparatus and then make my way towards your home if this 
offer of asylum is still open? Yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. And where can I find you? <clears throat> Trollskull Manor. Trollskull? That old dump. Mm. We've fixed it up. It's quite nice now. I suppose I'll be the judge of that, but I That's do nice appreciate. Uh, she like looks over English. Yes, I understand. The life of a treasure hunter has its ups and downs. Rorden and Gramsci said it was good. Yeah, True. we have received quite good reviews. I can't remember the guy's actual name. Close enough. <laughs> I appreciate your offer. <clears throat> But for now, I'm going to pack my things, and I'm going to take my wonderful invention and find somewhere to put it. I will come to call on you sometime in the next couple days. Right. If you, if we are not there and our staff is there, just let them know that you are my grandmother from out of town and you will be staying with us. Okay, of course, that's fine. Oh, my name is Mina. That would be good information for you to have. That is excellent information. Normally, when you invite yourself into someone else's home and drink tea with them, you should probably let them know your name. But that's fine, Mina. Grandmother to Mina. Seem to be missing parts of you, but I'm sure they'll believe it. Fine. Didn't always have them. <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? Oh, fuck. Was she not born with them, as most tieflings are? <clears throat> no, I hit puberty a little late. <laughs> That's odd. Everything I know about demon folk is that the horns will start budding when they're children. Yours oh. do seem to lack the growth, which I suppose means they haven't been there long. How did I not notice this before? Fuck. <laughs> oh, maybe you're not as smart as you think you are. You're being rude. Excuse me, I'm being rude? <laughs> yeah. Fine. <laughs> Please leave my home so I may pack in peace. And if I come to call on you, I'd be curious to learn more about this. Delayed growth, if you will. Well, I'd be happy to sit down for some tea with you, grandmother, and let you know. Excellent. <laughs> now, uh, I will be on my way, if Noska has already reached his betters in the Xenathar Guild, then, well, this is a compromised location. Mm. I suggest you get to move on, too, if you want to find that stone. They won't stop here. I believe you are correct. All right. Gang. <laughs> Shall we be oh. off? Yes. Let's oh, go. Cry. All right. So you exit Grinda Garloff's small ramshackle home. What a bitch. I still like <laughs> her. <laughs> Cry goes full frat bro all of a sudden. is like, yo, do you like, what a bitch. I should have broken two teacups. 
Y'all are so mean to an old lady. Well, wow. lady. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with really us. Funny. That's really funny. Guys, can we go um, take a short rest? <laughs> <laughs> Buy yeah, some yeah. health potions. So, um, we go back into our house. We need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're you're you know uh. Y- you guys came here in the in the morning, correct? Well, it's still all like misty and chilly and stuff, right? Just took a while to get over here because yeah. it's kind of on the other side of town. Well, that um, we stopped and found the nimble right first. Oh, we did nimble right first today. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, now it's yeah. it's like it's like late afternoon by this time. Yeah, yeah we missed our um, uh, midday appointment. We did. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's late afternoon. You're more than welcome to take a take a short rest. Uh, honestly, I would have counted your interaction with Grinda, like the, over the time of like brewing the tea and sitting and talking and things like that. It's a short rest. Um, I think the only difference would be that Malia did actually cast a spell, so it wasn't technically resting. Uh, but I think for all intents and purposes, because you don't gain any spell slots back for a short rest anyways, Malia, mm-hmm. that you're totally fine to have said, okay, I took a short rest. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I mean, there's no sense in, like, you guys sat down for tea, but that wasn't a short rest. Like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely count that. So, those of you that do get spell slots back for short rests, um, if you would like to roll hit die, now is the time. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's beginning to be, like, let's call it, like, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, right? You're about to tip over into, like, the evening portion of the day. Um, a short rest gets rid of your temporary hit points, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, and you get all of your slots back, right, Mina? Yeah, my whole two. All two of them. <laughs> the big, the big two. The yeah. big two. Which is important. So, um, yeah, okay. So that that is counted. So you guys are you're out back in the docks district uh, during the day. The uh, the sun is the afternoon sun is you know high, but you know close to setting now. And uh, this place sucks. Like, this whole area is just, like, such a downer, and it's all burned out, and it's just a bunch of ramshackle homes. Um, but while you're, you're, where are you heading currently? Are you going to try to go to the mausoleum, or? I think we should go there right away, in case any of the Xanathar or Zantirum or whoever it is starts looking and finds out that that is the place to go. Mm-hmm. We don't want them to get there first. Perhaps by the time we get there, it will begin to become dark. Provide mm-hmm. us some cover sure um so you're gonna start heading toward the city of the dead we'll jump over to the uh the world map here in a second but can i get a perception check from everyone that's you know uh, eyeballs yeah has eyeballs or eyeball uh, or one eyeball oh. yeah wow wow <laughs> okay yeah mina mina seems to be really thinking about her interaction with her quote-unquote grandmother uh, with a natural one. Um, Malia with a seven, Varus, 18, cry four. Varus. I see a lot with my one eye. Something's watching you. <gasps> you. You feel these eyes. It's like multiple eyes boring into the back of your head. I'm going to turn around and see what's there. You see... Oh, no. You recognize one of these. You have an eye stock of one of these. Oh, no. A gazer is floating in the air about 60 feet behind you, and it gives a little <laughs> of surprise and like, darts behind a house as it sees that it's been noticed. I don't know who I'm standing closest to, but I'm going to grab him, and, like, there was a one of the eyeball monsters. 
Yeah, here. Little ones. This is, this is this is them because I think they're hilarious looking. So I want to show chat to everyone. They're amazing. This is a gazer. Oh my! They're just going and like floats off to the side. It thinks go it's very it. well hidden. Let's go get it. Can we keep yeah. it? Draw. Varus is going to draw his bow and start heading in the direction that he saw it go. Yeah, absolutely. So you you start heading towards where this where the gazer is, um, and it like. Sees you turn the corner, looks down, and goes, Huh? I'm assuming you're gonna try to kill this thing. Oh, hi! <laughs> <laughs> right, am I right, Varus? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's like, making these, there, maybe these things are, are not very smart. It thought it was hidden. So, Varus, go ahead and you, you, you yourself, you now have a, an, a, an opportunity to surprise this guy and, and attack him. You um, surprise! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have a advantage on your on your bow attack here against the gazer. Dun dun dun. Right there. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, an eighteen with the longbow is absolutely gonna hit, and you loose the arrow at it. Uh, or the 23, sorry. So eight piercing damage. Yeah, you hit it in one of its eye stalks, like, pretty directly, and it, like, kind of spins around, like, in the air a little bit. And it, because it's... And so it's going to attempt to, uh, to attack you with its eye lasers. Um, so it can... Choosing one or two... Yep, it's gonna... Has anyone else, like, followed Varus yeah, to this I location? Yeah, I followed Varus. Okay, so you guys have followed Varus. Things, right? Because I was like off in my own world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So th those of you that um, I think, let me let me take a look at perception checks here real quick. I think you guys are like a couple steps behind. So like this round is gonna happen, and then you'll be in in the the thing here. So right. you guys are like Varus like darted off without you, and you all just noticed because your perception checks were so low that he's gone. Where'd Varus go? And he's he's sprinted down the road, and you see him shooting down an alleyway <laughs> with his bow out. Uh, and you hear the cry of, like, like this little thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he's going to to attempt to to shoot you with his, his little eye ray. So I'm going to roll roll him a d4, and let's see which two that he, he uses here. Uh, number one and number three. So he's going to attempt to daze you. So make a, uh, a wisdom saving throw here, Varys. Uh, a 14. Yeah, so you feel it, like, trying to kind of, like, to charm you. And you like look at it and you're like, whoa, no, push that, push that off. Uh, and so the next one, he's going to attempt to freeze you with his other eye. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Christ. Uh, a 12, you just mean it. You <coughs> dodge out of the way as this ray of frost comes like flying by. You can feel uh, the cold tightening into your chest and like the frost coating your clothes as you just definitely dodge out of the way. Um, Okay, let me let me go ahead and pull this up. Uh, go ahead and ro roll me initiative. Click on your tokens. Roll me a little bit of initiative here. Too many windows open. Right. <laughs> I was saying, <laughs> like, which sorry. one is my spell sheet? Which which yeah. which one? Okay. Uh, yeah, let me put these in order real quick. Perfect. Cry. You round around the corner and you see one of these, like, stupid floating eyeball things that you've seen before in the sewers, and you're just like, Oh, it's so cute. 
but it's also just tried to blast your friend with a ray of frost, and you watch him dodge out of the way, kind of like scrambling up against the side of the alley. I'm gonna witch bolt it. Get him! Witch bolt him! Boom! Cry with a witch bolt, uh, an 11. You watch as it like scatters off the roof. Well, if there was a roof in any of these locations, it like tears through a sailcloth that's like sort of providing coverage on one of these burned out houses, and you like watch as it flaps in the wind, but you seem to have missed the little aberration. Uh, the next, the, the, the gazer gets to go again. He sees you over, uh, just shooting a, a witch bolt at him, so he's gonna do, uh, two things here. Uh, the first one, again, he's going to attempt to charm, uh, Varys. So, Varys, if you can go ahead and roll me the, uh, the wisdom saving throw, please. Yeah, you crit on that. Uh, you're too focused on the fight for this little thing to, to charm you here. Um, but he's also gonna lash out with another frost ray at Cry. Cry, can you make me a dexterity saving throw? Uh, maybe. Don't get froze. Try. Ooh. A six. You watch as the ray basically lights up and just slams into you. Uh, you're going to take, Jesus, uh, 3d6 cold damage. Uh, so seven cold damage as the frost clutches at your chest and you feel it tightening. If your heart beat more than once a minute, then, you know, you'd probably feel that slow down too. Uh, but it hurt. It hurt a lot. Ow. And you watch as like some of the skin is like beginning to blacken a little bit from where the frost is taking hold. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Malia, you you watch as like this blue ray slams into Cry uh, at the end of this alley here. What do you want to do? Um, is it within thirty feet of me? You can definitely close the distance and make sure it's in thirty feet. Absolutely. It kind of seems to be like floating up in the air uh, away from you guys a little bit. Um, but yeah, thirty feet's fine. I'm going to smack it with my sharp pointy thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Are you like throwing a throwing a dagger at it? Oh, can I not uh, run up to it and stab oh, it? Oh no, it's in the air. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like it's like roof level. Okay. Um, um then in that case, I sorry, shall... when you said thirty feet, I didn't mean I didn't, I thought you meant you were gonna like throw something at it. Sorry. No no, okay. I will so uh, Molly just kinda dramatically pulls a dagger off her belt and does like a whole spinny thing and launches it. It's very anime. Yeah. Yeah. You, we watch as you pull it out, spin around the cloak flies behind you as you release the dagger. And in perfect form, we follow the dagger as it leaves your hand and it slams dead center into the eyeball of the gazer. Roll me some damage with a 26. Nice crit. Heckin' dead eye. And plus three, 10. Yep. And you watch as it foop. And then this thing just goes ah, and ew as it slaps down wet and gross onto the ground, seemingly dead. Well struck. That was a nice crit. Yeah. The is now gone silent. Cry. Maybe trying to get the frost off of herself. Um, yeah, it's dead and in the alley. Ferris is going to walk over to it. He's going to pull the gross, decayed old eye stock out and just throw it on the ground. He's going to cut off one of the fresh ones and put it in his pocket. Roll me a d4. A d4? Oh, Christ. Which one do you get? <laughs> uh, I mean, you saw two of the rays, um, so if you wanted to pick one of those two, you could. Or you can just take one if you want to roll random. Yeah, just roll the four. Okay, yep. So you pick up a stock. Uh, write down that you have the number four. And uh, if we ever get to that part, I'll tell you oh my God. what it is, if it ever matters. Um, but you have the number four eye stock of a gazer. Cry, are you all right? 
I think. Let, let me see your wound. Mm, let me see it. And cast Cure Wounds level one on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cure her up. <gasps> that was nice. exactly what I took. Mama knows best. <laughs> yep, so uh cry you you watch as like your skin seems to heal up, the blackening recedes and you become whole again. Uh the hole from where you were stabbed also heals itself over with the magical ability that Molly has provided. Um and you're able to like dust off the rest of the frost that is on your your clothing. Uh yeah. Is there anything else you guys would like to do? The same as one of those things that was in the sewer with the squid guy. That was the, I guess that was the Xanathar guild, right? Indeed, that was a Xanathar hideout that had taken uh, Floon Blagmar, who thought it was Renair. Well, I suppose we should make the assumption that we are being watched at this point. Not anymore, it's dead. We don't know this was the only one. I guess that's very careful. Very, very careful. <laughs> but shall we continue on to the City of the Dead, or...? Can I take a quick look around to see if there's any more or anything around me? Roll me a perception check. Around us. I should say. Arr, that's persuasion. That's the wrong one. <laughs> uh, a five. No. This area of the town, and you remember you remember the fire, Varys. The area of town seems, is normally very, very quiet. It's... A lot of people don't come here, and again, it's mostly a place for where homeless children gather, and apparently some mercenaries have made their home here, but you didn't even know that beforehand. Doesn't seem to be any other... Eyebally things floating around, though. Okay. I think we're good now. Yeah, let's go to the, the City of the Dead. I yeah, shall okay. retrieve my dagger from the corpse. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With a nice... <laughs> you pop it out, uh, you know, wipe off the gore. And... Prestidigitation. Oh, not even wiped off. And it just prestidigitates the gore away. Um, Yeah, and it's gone. So you guys want to head to the mausoleum. Is there anything else you want to do in between those two things, or are you just going to get right over there? I think we just want to make a beeline. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so for everyone to know where where the, the players are heading, we're going to jump on over to the map of Waterdeep here. Whoa. Oops, the gaze are still up, so hang on. Um, yeah, so let's take a look at the, the map of, of Waterdeep, because I have all of these pictures and things up, so... Um, so they, uh, were down here at this big old X in Mistshore. Uh, so this is where they were in that little neighborhood area. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to travel all the way across through the dark dock ward and through the trades ward up to the city of the dead. The city of the dead is a large cemetery full of mausoleums of varying families, lords and ladies and otherwise important people, heroes, uh, and you know, it's, it's. It's actually quite a peaceful place. It's it's one of those things that's like, yes, it is a cemetery, but it's also the largest park and largest green space in Waterdeep. Uh, so you'll find people that just like to wander the city of the dead. 
um, to, to find time to relax and ponder their thoughts. Uh, so you head across the city to the, uh, the mausoleum. Uh, did you guys want to catch a dre on the way over there or, uh, were you just going to take the, take the walk? I think we should take the walk. Maybe not let anyone know where we're headed. Yeah. In case people yeah. are watching. By the time sure. we get there, it'll be dark too. So we can maybe use that to our advantage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as you, you make your way across the, uh, the city, um, you know, the, the city itself is a hustle and bustle. The docks district, especially, it seems that there was a couple of ships that came in today and like shipments, uh, varying goods. And there's just boxes and barrels and everything being moved around the area. Um, but you slowly make your way towards the, the city of the dead. Uh, as the, the sun begins to set, um, and fades behind the clouds and over the horizon and darkness and the stars dot the sky, uh, those of you that have been local to Waterdeep know that the mausoleum itself is, or the, the City of the Dead is closed at night. But you also know that this can provide great cover for those that may be breaking into mausoleums and finding stolen artifacts. Count as breaking in if we have the key. <laughs> it counts as breaking into the entire City of the Dead. Um, and I think as you guys approach slowly the gates noticing that the city guard does station sentries at the gates we'll take our first break and when we come back we'll see if our players can sneakily get inside and find the stone of galore in an old mausoleum we'll be right back guys about three to five minutes welcome back everyone to diefall presents Waterdeep dragon heist lucky episode number 13 Part two. Our players find themselves outside the walls of the city of the dead. It's dark, and you all notice something. There's a phenomenon that happens here in Waterdeep every night. Hundreds of drift globes. Um, think of them as will o' the wisps. Come from all corners of Waterdeep every night into the city of the dead. No one knows why, but they spend the night there and then return to wherever they come from at dawn. So you watch as this parade of glowy, drifty lights in the sky makes their way as dusk falls and then night to the City of the Dead. Does Night at Bald Mountain play from the City of the Dead as well? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, so you guys are, let's say you're, you're on a road, uh, somewhere outside. Tell me where, where you find yourselves, um, on the map Might as well, uh, since we have one of those. So there's a bunch of entrances to the city of the dead. All of them have guards posted at them at night because the city, the park itself, right? It is a, it's a public park is closed in the evenings. Um, so there's the Southern gate, uh, and then you have the two Western gates and then you have the Northwest gate. Uh, which one do you think you guys would, would have tried to go to? Considering I'm a local, and I may or may not have had some uh, questionable meetings here in the middle of the night. Sure. Can I remember what might be a good idea? A good idea. If you're trying to get in through any of the gates, it's probably going to be pretty difficult. The guard towers are high, 
Um, but the walls themselves, unless you're on the uh, exterior side of the city, not super tall, maybe 15 feet, scalable, could probably make it over. You know people sneaking out of these, in and out of these places all the time, thieves, but also kids just, you know, having a goof and a gaff. Maybe go spend the night in the City of the Dead. Daring their friends to spend the night in mausoleums or something. Um, Would I know anything about, well, the areas surrounding? So to the south is the high road. Yes. Um, yeah, the trades ward. Would I know mm-hmm. what might be the most least populated approach? Uh, at night, um, more than likely, the, the entrances on north ward will be the least populated. This is due to the North Ward being uh, a more kind of residential well-to-do area, and people at night tend to sleep. Whereas in the Trades Ward, you're probably going to find people up late into the evening plying their trade, or uh, when the tradesmen are done for work for the day, more of the raucous taverns and you know more uh, lively nightlife would be happening there. Uh, in any case... The walls are large and long. You can definitely find a location where there's no one around, if you so choose. You do know that the interior of the City of the Dead, for those of you that have maybe frequented it at any point in time, is also patrolled. Uh, They do have guards that patrol the interior of the City of the Dead during the night. Um, So yeah, I I think for you, you'd probably be up on the Beacon March, the very northmost wall of the City of the Dead would be likely your best location to try and hop a wall. I suggest we start from the north and make our way south into the City of the Dead. Uh, there are patrols, but perhaps if we stick to the shadows um, and keep quiet as much as we can, we should be able to slip by unnoticed. Would Varys, having been a child that grew up orphaned in this area, know of maybe a secret way in? that the kids mm. might go through to play these games. Uh, you you know, you'd probably know uh, a portion of the wall that's easiest to climb. Okay. Um, if there was like any holes dug or anything like that or secret doors, I don't think there are. It's, it's a pretty much, it's a pretty plain, like kind of just stone walling, right? But you definitely know of locations where, you know, crevices have been dug out, finger holds, toe holds have been added to the, the wall locations and that aren't, generally as inspected as other areas of the wall. Um, and you know what? I think the Beacon March would be a perfect location for anyone, one <laughs> such of those things. How convenient. <laughs> yeah, so the North Wall, you know of a location that's like, let's say it's like the third uh, uh, from the uh, the exterior of the city. It's like the third guard's tower in. Just underneath it, in the shadow of it, you know that there's some handholds carved in. Okay. So yeah, I'll go over there and be like, when we were little, we used to crawl in here and play games at night. So this is a good way to sneak in. And then scale the wall. Yeah, stealthily scale the wall. Yes, yeah. I'll, I will do both of those things. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Just go ahead and just roll me some some stealth checks. Let's just start with that. Molly, I will last. 18. Okay. Uh, Varys, 18. Cry, 13. Malia, 25. And Mina, 6. As a group, pretty well done. Uh, again, the, the handholds here are 
there for a reason. And I think with, with help from each other, you're absolutely able to make it up and over the wall to the other side. Um, relatively stealthily, as far as you can tell. We watch as, you know, we see the shadows in the night kind of hop the wall as we're, our camera is off to the side. The drift globe's floating by. You kind of, like, wait for gaps for where the light from these globes are floating, and you just hop the wall, and now you find yourselves inside the City of the Dead. The City, the city of the Dead itself is, is beautiful, well-maintained park space, large, old trees. Um, the mausoleums seem to be kept in, and, and the crypts seem to be kept in quite good condition. Um well taken care of by the city itself and or the families that, that happen to own them. Uh, there's large marble statues uh, about and uh, some of the more ornate carvings on each of the, the mausoleums kind of point to the wealth and status of the families involved. Um, yeah. Do we know where Glinda's mausoleum is? Do we know if do we know the lay of the uh, the mausoleum here? Does it tend to be alphabetical or just random? It's going to definitely, it's absolutely random. Okay. Uh, more than likely, it was as, um, as people of prominence came to live in Waterdeep uh, and then had their dead and their families buried in these locations, um, it was it was absolutely not like oh we had the Alexander family first and so we put them over here. It was like no, it was just here's a plot of land they bought it, and uh, so they're placed here. Uh, I think with the uh, you know some investigating, wandering around, you'll be able to find something. Can Kig's read? Uh, you can see through Kig's eyes. I don't think the cat itself can read. Okay. Mm, I suppose we'll have to find it the old-fashioned way. Well, all right. Guess we're gonna we're gonna start investigating quietly. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, some investigation checks. If if someone wants to do it by themselves and do uh, uh, do it at advantage because you're helping each other, uh, or uh, this is how I would I would see it. You also know that this place is is guarded at night, so I would suggest that like two of you are maybe watching for guards, mm. and the other two are working on investigating and. Finding maybe whatever the pattern might be for these mausoleums. I will keep guard. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, whoever's watching, uh, pick someone, roll me a perception check at advantage. And whoever's investigating, roll me investigation at advantage. All right. Malia, you watching? Yeah. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> Varys, I'm human. Wanna, I can't see in the dark. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Double 14s. And Molly with a 10 of perception, Vars 14 investigation. Yeah. Uh, your stealth checks still apply, so we're not going to have you re-roll those, so it's relatively high. Uh, you guys make your way around the City of the Dead. It's deathly quiet, but you do find occasionally there's a knight or two um, wandering the... Uh, patrolling the City of the Dead itself. Um, generally, you guys know that they're servants to Kelimvor, the god of the dead. They patrol the, the cemetery during the night. Um, but it doesn't seem that any of them notice you. Um, you proceed southward in the City of the Dead, checking the names on each of the mausoleums until you find... Well, it's pretty evident to see that maybe this is the one that you're looking for. The mausoleum of the Garloth family. The double door to it. It's wide open. 
Hmm. Um, friends. Zombies escaped. The, the, they got out. Maybe. I Malia. think the doors are swinging in. <laughs> yes. Do you are you able to summon Kiggs nearby? Could we mm -hmm. send him in to take a peek? We aren't mm -hmm. ambushed. Kiggs ah. appears out of thin air. Yep. Kiggs lands on the ground. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That be alright. Yes, let us duck behind this corner and I will do the thing. Yep, so you do the thing and you find yourselves in the eyes of Kiggs and uh, you wander into the mausoleum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you wander inside and you see the mausoleum has tall ceilings, roughly eight footish high. Uh, as you pad down or pad inside uh, you notice that there's stairs to the back there's four crypts here in the first level and a large staircase going downwards into most likely catacombs of some kind see that two of the, the crypts are just on the side and two more up on kind of a couple steps up on like little plinths um what would you like to do? Mm, I will relay this description out loud in a whisper, but I won't be able to hear them or feel... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I suppose kicks will continue further. Um, I do only have a range of 100 feet. Okay. Uh, you're. I, I'm assuming you're directly outside, kind of like leaning up against one of the corners here of the of the mausoleum. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the first floor itself is... About forty feet to the to downstairs. Um, so if if Kiggs proceeded into the catacombs, you could get about another sixty feet into the catacombs. Uh, Let's put the cat in the catacombs. Perfect. So we we see from our camera view, we watch Kiggs as they carefully pick their steps across the uh, the family emblem on the floor uh, and down uh, past the four ostentatious marble coffins down the stairs and into the crypts. Is Kiggs see in the dark? Um, let's see. Cat. Cat, cat, cat. Do not think they have dark vision. Keen smell. Yeah, no dark vision. Just keen smell. Okay. Um, it's dark down here. And I know cats and cats realize they don't have dark vision. They just have a, like a low light. They're able to see in low light. I don't know how far the lighting from <clears throat> the exterior here at night proceeds down into the catacombs. But I think you get to the bottom of the stairs and it's it's dark and you, you see some things. You see some dust, empty wall sconces and, and, and cobwebs. And you see like maybe one or two of the first stone coffins in the alcoves, but nothing else. And I think if you went any deeper, kids would definitely have a hard time seeing. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do two things. First thing, I'm going to try to have Kiggs listen for any sounds of life down there. Yeah, roll me a perception with, uh, with the cat. Okay, uh, perception's plus three. 17? Uh, 17. 
snow. Barely even the wind permeates down here into the catacombs. Okay. And the second thing is, with my familiar, I can cast touch spells um, through it as an mm -hmm. action. I'll just have Kiggs use Shocking Grasp and, like, spark some lightning. Okay. Does it have a better look, maybe? So, it essentially will... It amounts to a lightning flash, right? Like, or if you take a picture in a very dark room with your flash on. So, sure, we'll see what you can see. Find Kiggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so some lightning from the, the shocking grass flashes and we all get the like that weird after image portion where like the scene of the room is like burned into your eyes a little bit and all you see is that the catacombs turns down down towards the end about 40 feet from where your your cat sits at the end of the the stairway and you see a couple other coffins and, and alcoves but nothing no no movement no nothing here um, it's, it's pretty clear at this point you're either going to need some light or you're going to need to do a little bit more investigating beyond what, uh, Kiggs is capable of here. Okay. Uh, I'll release my, uh, possession of Kiggs and, uh, tell everyone what I saw. Um. Okay. We will have to go under if we would like to see more. All right. Well, at least we know we won't be ambushed as soon as we walk in the door. Hmm. Theory. <laughs> right. Um, who of us can see in the dark? I know I can. Uh, you you each have. I mean, you have torches on hand in your packs, so you're more than welcome to to, to light one of those. But yes, yeah, some of you do have have dark vision ability. I believe everybody, but I have. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone else does. Um. So. Malia would likely need a, a a torch or a light spell of some kind to to be able to see definitely down in the catacombs portion. Right now, you're already having enough trouble as it is. Uh, mostly, the drift globes are allowing you to see here in the in the city of the dead, but it's definitely dim, dim light. So, how hard would it be to acquire a drift globe? <laughs> um. So Malia does have a light spell, and you've seen her use this in the tavern. Um. Mm. When we, when we had our little block party, she just oh, lit yeah. up the area with the light bulbs. Yeah. Yeah, those are cute. Um, so, so Molly, does what do you cast your light spell on? Uh, I'm going to cast it on my dagger at my hip. Okay. Uh, so, like, easily shieldable by, like, putting your cape over it or something like that if you needed to, like, cut the light. Yes, but um, I also don't have a cape anymore. Oh, yeah, you gave it away. The, the oh, that's right. right. That's the second time I've said that because I thought you had your cape still. I'm sorry. I'll take my hat out. That way I can, like, kind of hide it inside of my hat. Like a hooded cape. lantern. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Can you put the, the light spell in the, in the chat for me real quick? I just want to yes. see distances and things. Uh, Duration of one hour. Perfect. Till the spell ends. Object says a bright, bright light of 20 feet. Dim light for 20 feet. Perfect. Any color as you like. Do you have a color preference that you choose here? Ooh, hmm. Pink. I do love purple. Do it. So like a, a, a pink rosé <laughs> light. Yes, because Molly is extra. Yes, perfect. 
Uh, and it does it does specify that the light is complete when covered with uh, uh, something opaque like your hat will completely block the light. Um, so yeah, perfect. You have about you know twenty foot. It it, it essentially functions as a torch. Awesome. Um, so it lights up. And you quickly like cover it with your your hat before you you know proceed inside. Um, yeah, so you you guys go inside the mausoleum. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Again, you find yourself inside the stone double doors. Of the mausoleum are, are open, um, and you see the the family crest emblazoned on on the floor, uh, and four large marble coffins. You see uh, the engravings of of some of the names of uh, different Garloths. Uh, on those on those coffins, um, would you guys like to start investigating? Yeah, I was gonna say, does anything look disturbed? Sure, yeah. Check the dust. Uh, roll me some investigations. Uh, is there anyone like keeping watch? Uh, who's I'll investigating? Keep watch. Yeah, okay. So, cry if you're keeping watch. Roll me a perception check, please, and everyone else can go ahead and roll me some investigation. Wow, good thing Molly is here. Yeah, Varus, you seem distracted by something. What's going on? It's very dark. <laughs> yeah, true. It's dark in here. It's dark in here. It's scary. Yeah, it is spooky. He's still it's, convinced it's... that zombies got out of the crypt rather than people went in. So, <laughs> true. I believe it. Yeah. Um. So, that's a twelve uh, perception for cry. Molly with a twenty investigation. Varus with a natural one for investigation. Mina with a seven. Uh, cry. You kind of post up, like on the on the side of the double doors there, and keep watch outside. And you see as the drift globes kind of just float around the city of the dead, um, but you don't see anything as of yet. Uh, Mina, maybe you're like wandering around and looking at each of the crypts, um, reading the names and kind of you know dusting some of the you know looking at the dust and see if any anything's there. Malia, you do see something. You see a spatter of blood. Oh. On the ground, towards the stairs. Is it small, small spatter? Just, but it's there. It doesn't seem to be a, a corpse or of, of anything. Or it doesn't seem anything died here. But if I touch it, is it still wet? Yeah, it seems to have coagulated a little bit against the dust in the mausoleum itself. But it seems fresh. Hmm. Boop kinks. You boop kigs in? Yeah, boop kigs. Okay. Um, could you track this down? Smell it. Yeah, sure. So kigs takes a at the blood and just looks at me. Meow. And you want kigs to just go see if they can find it? Yes, try to track this. I believe this belongs to a rat, perhaps. It's very, very small. Yeah. Um. Okay. So go ahead and roll me. Uh, do perception, and I think they have advantage on smell ones. Yes. Yeah, so roll me a small perception for the cat. Three. Uh, 19. So Kiggs starts, you know, padding around. Uh, as you guys are continuing your investigation, Kiggs starts doing an investigation as well. Um, would you guys like to proceed down into the, the catacombs portion? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... You proceed down the stairs again. Uh, the empty sconces on the walls, cobwebs and dust, pretty much indicate that no one's been here in quite some time. Um, but you do notice a key, kind of 
kind of tucked back against the uh, the last stair. And as you walk down, Malia, you notice this with your wonderful investigation of a 20. Tiny little bits of dust disturbed on the stairs where a key may have tumbled down it. Hmm. Does this look suspiciously like a type of key that might be used in a trap? <laughs> no, um, it's a, a shiny steel key. Um, it, uh, but it doesn't seem like a, a, a trap. It looks very similar to the one that Grinda Garloth gave you. Hmm. I shall very carefully pick it up, hold it up to Mina and Varys, hold up the other key, mm -hmm. two of them. Yep. You look at the teeth of each of these keys and realize that this is a copy. Hmm. Seems we aren't the only ones trying to get in here. This is a copy. But nothing around the mausoleum looks disturbed, you said? Like, it doesn't look like anyone's been down here? The catacombs itself looks like it's been undisturbed, except for, like, where the key has been impacted. Looking around the upper level, it looks like this place has been more frequented. Um... And the dust has been disturbed, but not in a discernible way that you can find beyond, like, scuffs or dust being having been moved. Um, it doesn't look like any of the crypts themselves have been disturbed. But you do notice that it looks like some dust has been disturbed basically up until the point of where you found the blood. Hmm... I, I suspect one of two things. Either our visitor here does not have any feet and perhaps floats, <laughs> or there is a secret door somewhere. Hmm. It is possible, I suppose. Shall we take a closer look, see if we can press some stones? Yes, let's get handsy. Cry as they begin pressing oh, stones down in the catacombs. You see movement outside. Roll me another perception check. Oh, my weary bones. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Five. It's shadows. The edge starting behind trees. Can't really make out what it is, but there's multiple. Fuck. They seem to be coming your way. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Um, okay. There, everyone's inside the mausoleum. Yeah. Some people are down in the catacombs. I'm going to... Go into the mausoleum, mm -hmm. shut the door behind me, <laughs> and, um, one second, let me see, fuck, I don't have it, um, oh, 
I want to try and sh bind the door shut. I'm trying to see if there's something I could... I have a wooden spoon. <clears throat> I have a wooden spoon that I took from the Growlhund Villa kitchen. Mm -hmm. I want to try and... <laughs> I want to try and uh, get it in there so that <laughs> they can't get it. <laughs> the flip-flops all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. She's not um, stupid. She's just a little dumb. So, uh, the interior of these doors, uh, they're just flat. Fuck. Um, they're just flat pieces of stone. The handles exist on the outside. Because Do they open inside? They open inwards. Mm, can I shove it? Like... <laughs> You want to wedge the wedge spoon, <laughs> like under the doors, yep. to see if it acts as a doorstop. Yep. I would say that you can do this on one of the doors effectively. Okay, I'll do it on one door. Sure. Uh, roll me an athletics check to see how well you wedge this bad boy in there. Okay, Laura Bailey, please bless this <laughs> roll. I invoke the spirit of Laura Bailey in this roll. Fuck. God damn Seven. it. <laughs> you you shove it under as hard as you can into the marble door and hope. Okay. Um I'm not gonna leave the door, but I am gonna shout best I can. Um someone's coming. <laughs> Very effective shout. <laughs> it's really bad. My voice is really bad. Oh. Someone's coming! Do we hear I her? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's not super far from you, and the catacombs themselves are... It's just stone. So, like, there's no other sound happening other than you guys kind of, like, scraping around and pressing on, on stones and things. You absolutely hear cry. I put a spoon in the door. Oh. <laughs> Kai, what did you see? So helpful. <laughs> I didn't see very well. Malia, I put a spoon in the door, though. Mm. I suppose we should try to uh, hide and see who's going to come knocking. There, we either do that or we. Uh, go deeper into the catacombs and hope there's another way out. Um, well, we could go deeper and then hide if necessary. Um, I'm going to assume they saw you, so they know we're in here. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Did they look like guards? Mm, they were fast. Are they large or small? I put my hand out to um, Ferris this big. <laughs> How tall is Ferris again? <laughs> He's like five feet tall. He's a little. Oh. So small. Hmm. Could always 
set up an ambush. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. I have just the thing. Oh my! I can pull out a pouch. Mm-hmm. It's got ball bearings in it. Yeah, sure. She's gonna home alone the mausoleum. <laughs> just like very, she just starts like she takes the handful out and she just like rolls them out, so it's not like clanging and bouncing around everywhere. She just rolls them out towards yeah. the door. So you're you're up at the main floor again. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you roll them out. And they make that that little like rolling on stone sound. And roll. And they're spread out in front of you. How many do you throw? Throw all of them, all hundred. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah, you you feel like you pretty effectively covered the uh, first few steps into the mausoleum. Now hide. Oops, wrong voice. Hide. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Baba. When did you? Yeah. All of a sudden, a small swamp witch appears next to everyone, <laughs> wearing lots of armor. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so so you guys are up in the uh, the main area again. There's the four uh, four crypts here. Uh, you know what? Let's um, let's uh, grab some of your tokens, shall we? Mail. Let's put you on a map. Un momento, por favor, because now I got to get this thing all the way over. Put you inside. So this is the interior of the mausoleum. Chat, I will show you the map here in just a moment. Uh, just let me get it all set up. Uh, so players, you should be able to see if you have dark vision. Uh, you should be able to see what's happening in the interior here, and I will add the light spell in just uh, just a moment. So. Um, let me see what you guys see real quick just to make sure. I'm not messing it up. And off to the left. It should be on the left side of the uh, of the big map. So you're kind of like in in this little area here. So here you go, chat. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for the ping. Uh, and I will apply the uh, the light spell here in just a just a moment. Um, as soon as I get this on the right layer. Okay, perfect. Uh, so Malia. Oops. Wrong layer. I keep selecting the wrong layer, like a dummy. I know that feeling. All right. You now have, uh, you emit light. Oh, wait, I already I already have you emitting light? That's weird. Um, anyways, so you have a 40 with 20, and all players see this. So, uh, Malia, can you see in the location that you have? Yes. Perfect. So this is the area. Um, you have these kind of these large coffins. Um, where would you like to hide? You've got some moments here. I think I'll duck back here and uh, I'll take my hat off and kind of hover it over the light to dim it. Sure, yeah. Uh, I think um, here, I'm going to go ahead and, and freehand a thing here. But uh, I think like this area is covered in the ball bearings right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just so you're aware, it's this like you know, ten foot across block. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's the front. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the door. Sorry, okay. uh, the two little like rectangles there that you can see down in the south end are the doors. The triangles are stairs downwards. Okay, I thought those were the doors. Yeah, sorry, the triangle lines are your stairs downwards. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, 
Paris is going to hide behind this coffin. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but uh, can I hide in a coffin? <laughs> um, you can attempt to move the large stone covering of the coffin mm-hmm. itself if you'd like to. Not worth it. Um, there's a couple of locate like half locations that you can hide behind things like up here. Yeah, I'll go right here. Okay. Coffin haunted um, mansion pop out. Huzzah! <laughs> Zombies. Yeah. Roll me uh roll me some stealth checks for hiding. Mm. Cry with a seven. Yeah. Vars twenty, Malia Ghost. nine. <laughs> Mina four. Fuck. Okay. Dang, we that okay. good. You guys, you guys think you're you're pretty well hidden, and um, you sit and you wait. <laughs> oh shit! The, should I have taken the the spoon out of the door? One of the which which door did you put it in? Left. So, uh, map left or current cries left? Map left. Map left, okay. Yeah. The uh, the left door, map left door, begins to push open. And we hear, like, the scraping of the spoon on the, on the stone flooring. And it's just like... Uh, Malia, have you dimmed your light? Yes, I took my hat off and I'm covering You've covered the light? Dagger. Okay. Yeah, so, so the light's covered, but you... Those of you that have dark vision, and as the the moonlight kind of, uh, well, you know what? I actually get to do this with the lighting here if I can move my stuff. Some of you that should be able to see this. The left door opens. So you can see outside, right? Some of you. And you see... It looks to be a dwarf, but gray in color. And there's more than one. Zombies. And they begin... One of them kind of peers around. The first one, his white beard, bald head, shining in the moonlight. <laughs> peers inside and looks around. And we're going to see if he notices the ball bearings on the floor. Uh, let's see. Passive perception of... Uh, of 10 uh active perception because he's looking around okay he sees some things here he goes, oh, i can smell you <laughs> he takes another step inside and immediately steps on a ball bearing what happens <laughs> um i don't know what happens when you step on a ball bearing i don't know you slip around and you fall. Oh. Okay, here we go. As an action, you can. Bloop. Uh, covering ten feet on a side. Uh, creatures moving across it must succeed on a ten dex save or fall. Plur- so he immediately has to make this dex saving throw. He does definitely. He steps on it and it slips out. And he's like, Sum. Oh, I know you're in here. Come on, lads, let's get them. And I'm going to need you all to roll me uh, some initiative after I clear this real quick. Clear. All right, roll me some initiative, please. <laughs> and we're gonna have we're gonna have a fight. Um, bum ba ba. Perfect. And there are 
what seem to be four of these bad boys hanging out here. This first guy that's walking in. Next guy. This guy. And this guy. All right, let's order them up. And chat, I will bring this onto your screen so that you can see the turn order. I'm going to put it above the uh, the back stairs here. Hopefully that's enough space so you guys can, can see it. Um, yeah, okay. So, Malia, you have the jump here. It seems they know that you're here. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to move. Here. Okay. So I kind of skirt around the ball bearings. Yeah, easy enough. And I shall strike. Oh, um. I, let me see. I will cast Bardic Inspiration on Mina. Okay. Mina, you feel inspired! Woo! And I shall use my rapier and stab the one in front of me with my axe. Stab him! Get him! A 21 absolutely hits. You poke through the scale mail, definitely avoiding the shield that he has out. And deal nine piercing damage, poking directly into his chest. Well struck. And he goes, Ah! You bitch! I know you have the stone. Give it over! Uh, and that is going to be your turn? Yes. Uh, the next one says, move side, boss, I've got this. And all of a sudden, he begins to magically enlarge in size. He becomes bigger <laughs> and bigger, filling the space, pushing the door open on the side. And he takes yeah. a step into the room, squeezing past his friend here. He'll make the, the, the save here, but he can strength saving throws on advantage, but not for his... Dexterity, right? Dex save, 13. Mm -hmm. He immediately steps inside and like falls on his big ol' enlarged butt. And he falls inside, he's ah! And he gets back up because it only takes half of his movement to do so. But he does get back up and he is going to take his big, bit. wait, one another, is this just his? his oh, this is a full action. Big yeah, so ass. Yeah, his big ass, he falls on his big ass and he gets up and he's gonna attempt to hit you with his war pick, but because enlarges an entire action, he can't do so yet. So, he's inside now. Oh, jeez. Um, so that is gonna be his turn, I don't think, yep, he does not have uh, another thing he can do here. Cry, what would you like to I'm a, do? I'm gonna peek out. And yeah, so you, you peek out. Um, I want to cast uh, Scorching Ray. Absolutely. Show me Scorching Ray. Please, please. <laughs> Who are you it. casting it at? Big guy, little guy? Big guy. I have Big guy. Big target. A spell successfully, I think, not even last session. Yeah, I, I think that's accurate. Um,. Get him. Let's see. Okay. Why won't you? Oh, there we go. Yeah, brings it to the level. 
Uh, so you create three rays of fire and hurl them at a target within range. Um, on hit, they take 2d6 fire damage. So you need to cast the spell. So right now it's outputting as a thing. Here, hang on. Let me see if I can't really fix, fix this really quickly. Cry. I'm going to take a look at your spells. Uh, I'm going to take a look at Scorching Ray. Shouldn't it appear under the attacks and spellcast on the main? Maybe, yeah. I can just try that. Yes. Um... Scorching Ray. Yep. So you're going to cast that three times. Uh, is it going to be all three of the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. 19 absolutely hits. So the first ray, uh, what does it look like? You haven't cast Scorching Ray before. Ooh. Um, I don't imagine it's like actually like fire. It's kind of like white, just like just white light more. Yeah. Not so much fire looking white bluish light. Sure. Just a bar of blazing hot white light. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it like it pierces the 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 room, right? Cuz some of the most of the room is pretty dim and dark, and we still get that like after image flash much like when the lightning bolt hit. Mm-hmm. And it slams across the room hitting the Durgar, um the enlarged one. Uh go ahead and roll damage. 3 times, right? Uh no, no, no you no. have to so you attack 3 oh. times. Mhm. Um but so the first one hit. So the reason I have you do them individually is just in case you kill this guy on the off chance. Cool. And then you can target someone else. Okay. Uh, yeah, so six damage as this white bar of light slams into the Durgar, burning away some of his clothing. Ooh. <laughs> okay. And, ooh, saucy. <laughs> um, okay, so second ray. Boom. Yeah, absolutely hits again. Okay, cool. Two more damage on top of that. And... You get one more. Last one. 14. This one is, is not enough. He fi- like he turns around. The first two are in quick succession, and he turns around and slams his shield up, and the bar of light just smacks into it, uh, burning away some of the wood. Uh, and you see like the char marks after we get like that like after image of the of the shield in your in your line of sight. Uh, but it's unable to find its mark. Cool. I'm gonna go back and hide. <laughs> yeah, so you like just duck behind the thing again? Absolutely. Uh Mina, it is now your turn. Um, Unless cry, did you have a bonus action oh, that you yeah. wanted to use? Um, nothing that I want to use. Perfect. All right, Mina. All right, uh, Mina is going to kind of actually. I think she's going to stay there. She's going to catch Witch Bolt on the big dude. Sure. At second level. Mm-hmm. Just click on that. Was my little pop up. Twenty three absolutely hits. Uh, so the Witch Bolt. The, the beam of energy and slams into this guy who's just got hit with a bunch of white hot fire uh, and you're from across the other side of the room and you hit him with this witch bolt. Okay. Um, so go ahead and... What level I wanted to roll it at so that was fun but um, there's the first one. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spell slot second or higher initial damage increases by 1d12 for each slot used. So you're, what level did you cast it at? Two. Okay, so roll me another 1d12. It should be more damage. Twelve. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So like seventeen total damage. <laughs> Slam into this guy. Uh, he, after being hit with this bolt, looks terrible. It like carves up his body, carving apart like his scale mail armor, and you see it just like rent into into his body, and he's just like, ah. Uh, looks uh looks pretty beat up. Um it is now next Durgar turn. Uh it's the one directly in front of Malia. 
unless Mina, do you have a bonus action you'd like to use? Um, no. It, it this coffin is it like enough for like partial cover? Yeah, if you like ducked behind it, I definitely I'd give you a bonus on your D, on your uh, your AC if they tried to shoot something at you. Yeah. Much like cry is kind of like in partial cover as well. Um, it'd be like a plus two to your AC. Yeah, I think she'll probably do that. Yeah, so she's like <laughs> you just like duck behind the corner or whatever, and yeah, you're you're just making yourself harder to hit with with range. Perfect. Um, the one in front of you, Malia, begins to enlarge as well, and it's oh. going to start. It's going to shove you backwards. So you're going to make a contested strength check here with the enlarged uh, Duragar, and he's going to shove you essentially back five feet here. Um, so he's yes. So go ahead and make it athletics. Yeah, you instantaneously get knocked backwards by the enlarging. It's not even like he shoves you. It's just he gets so big and you're just caught off guard by him also becoming larger and you get knocked back a space. Um, but now there are two giant Duragar in in the space here. Um, and that's that's his action. Varus, what, is, what do you want to do? All right. Uh, on the big one closest to me, the one we've done all the damage on, uh, I yes. want to mark him. Okay. Yeah, you use your bonus uh, bonus action to give him the hunter's mark. Yes, and then I'm gonna fire at him with my marked. bow. Yeah, and you release the bow. Uh, his shield, he's hurt, but his shield still gets up in time to catch the arrow against it. Damn. Uh, I will scoot back into my hiding spot. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of like duck down and, and behind. Perfect. Uh, now we've got a lot of a lot of Durgar's uh, turn. The the two outside here, one, two, they both also enlarge themselves before stepping inside, right? So they can't get in just yet, but they're both now enlarged on this turn. Uh, so big, big, big dwarf boys outside. Um, that's their turns. Malia, it's your go. PT dubs, I can't tank this. Um... It's, good. It's, it's a lot of big boys. <laughs> um... Hmm. Hmm. I am going to cast. Okay. For my action, I'm going to disengage. For your action? Right. Uh, oh, yeah, because you don't have. I the... only have level one rogue. Perfect. Yep. Go ahead and disengage. Okay. So I disengage and I will back the F up. Okay. Um, and with my bonus action, I'm going to use a feature I have, um, Mantle of Inspiration. Okay, what does that uh, do? It says, uh, as a bonus action, you can expend one use of your Bardic Inspiration, and you create a wondrous appearance. Choose a number of creatures you can see within 60 feet of you, up to equal to your Charisma modifier, which is plus three. It's three creatures. Uh, they okay. gain five temporary hit points. Oh, wow. That's super cool. Um, so I'm going to choose the three of them. Awesome. Yeah. So each of you gain five temporary hit points. What does that look like? The man it's a mantle of inspiration. What is that? Yes. Do? Um, so, uh, so Malia kind of, uh, her form seems to change. Uh, you see these wisps of light beginning to sort of dance around her. I kind of think that like, it'll probably make her eyes glow and, make her hair, like like little butterflies coming out of her hair. So she looks very otherworldly. And she says um, out loud, 
you don't understand who you're dealing with. And uh, also, when a creature gains these temporary hit points, they can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Well, that's super cool. So if you guys wanted to move right now, mm-hmm. you're, you can without provoking any opportunity attacks. So that's up to you. But Yeah, and that's going to be my turn. That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Um, okay. So next on our list is big boy uh, Durgar that's that seems pretty hurt. He's going to step over this coffin here, and he squares up next to Varus, and he's going to try and hit you with his giant enlarged war pick. Ooh. And he swings it down with a natural 20. <laughs> why? So why? <laughs> Just... Yikes. Bam. Directly... <laughs> into, like, your clavicle area, dealing you 20 damage. Shattering, like, your shoulder area. <laughs> Oof. Wow. Okay, yeah, of course, that was the first thing that I rolled on this. Um, yeah, I'm down to 10. I'm, I'm yeah. a little beat up right now. I was going to take a look uh, at that. No, 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 no. no it, it, oh, because you had the temporary hit points. That's right. right. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, glad that those are there. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Perfect. Maria. And he, he looks down and just <laughs> puny little elf. And he like wrenches the pick out of your shoulder. Uh, that is his turn. Um, cry, it's your go. Uh, that didn't look good. Didn't feel no. good. Um. Help. <laughs> okay, I think I'm just going to try and kill this guy. At least attempt to distract him. I'm gonna. Oh, but I'm so squishy. Um. You know what? I'm gonna just scorching ray him again. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna Cast it up. It. Do it again. Okay. Another three white hot bars of light come dashing out of uh, Cry's hands across the uh, the mausoleum here. Uh, the first one is not enough to hit. Again, he gets the shield up. He's like, oh, I'm ready for you this time. Bitch. <laughs> Yeah, the second one he catches again on the shield, <laughs> she'll just give up the stone now. And the third one blasts through the shield. Roll me some damage. Woo! Okay, please, 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 please. Yeah. It blasts through the shield, through his arm, and we want. It's, it's that moment. I don't know if you guys ever watched Dragon Ball Z, but like when Piccolo does his like special beam cannon and it like goes through people, mm-hmm. we get that moment with like the white hot bar of light and it goes straight through him. Uh, yeah, and he burns up and he's ah! Ah! and you watch as like as he dies, he starts shrinking down in size. Just... <laughs> Okay, like then. a deflating a deflating balloon and <laughs> dies in front of you. Um There's Cry is gonna come, come over Cry. and step in front of uh Varus. Oh wow, okay, cool. Uh perfect. Cry, is there anything else you'd like to do other That's than it. slaying giant dwarf dudes? Perfect. Mina, it is your go. One is down. Uh, but you can already see that Varus is hurt pretty pretty handedly. This could go south really quickly. I'm fine. <clears throat> All right. Um, <clears throat> question. If I cast a spell here, does this guy have reach? Would he be able to hit me? Like, would I have to do it at a disadvantage? Uh, one more time. 
Uh, if I were to cast, oh, am I muted? I'm not muted. No, 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 no you're no, good. No. Okay, you're good. <laughs> Just my, my brain didn't catch what oh, okay. you said. Okay, so sorry. because these guys are ginormous, does he have like extra reach with the guy near me be able to hit me if I were to cast a spell or do I have to do it at a disadvantage? So, uh, so yeah, a ranged spell would be currently at, at disadvantage. Um, because he is as large as he is, he could easily reach over the the crypt here with his pick and like hit you with it. Yeah. So he's definitely within melee range. Uh, if you if you like take a look at the just the the map here, I mean yeah, he's yeah, yeah. he's within five feet. Just the token yeah. doesn't fill the whole space. Um, so yeah, a ranged attack would be currently at disadvantage. Um, if you wanted it to not be at disadvantage, I could say that if you wanted to use your quote unquote reaction to disengage because that was part of Malia's spell. You could move away from him right now for free. Okay. Yeah. And then cast a ranged spell normally, but that is entirely up to you. That is what I am going to do. Um, and I'm going to move over here. Oh, that's the wrong um, option. Okay. I'm going to move over here near the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So you like you scurry up the stairs or, or yeah, over towards the stairs. Towards the stairs. So and um, am I good there? Yeah. 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 You're not. So uh, it's just melee, right? So you're out of the five foot range here. Okay, and so then you're, you're good. she's going to cast Shatter. Oh, yeah. To right. find, where's the center? Uh, the center yeah, is wherever yeah. I want it, so probably there. And then it's a 10-foot radius, so anybody that's like... Oh, uh, maybe not there. One second, guys. <laughs> maybe here. Can she see that far over the dude? I just don't want to hit Cry. If it's 10 feet, I think, I think she'll be fine. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. fine if I cast it, like, on the door. Yeah, yeah so... Um, I guess it's a ten foot. It's a ten foot radius. I guess what I'm, I'm I'm looking at here is that technically he's like behind this wall where it can can hit him. I guess yeah, he's he's well enough in it that he could take. I think I'd give him advantage on the saving throw because sure. the wall's there. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, go ahead and uh, cast it. Put the, put that in the chat for me. Okay. Oh, why didn't you go in the chat? That was weird. Oh, hang on. Uh, it's asking me what level I want to. The level. That. Yep. There we go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, so DC 13 con saves for the, the three of these guys. So one, two, three. Um, one of them made it an advantage. Uh, so yeah, it... it 17 damage. Yeah. <laughs> the one in the, in, the, in the room right now, as we hear the shatter go off, because it is immensely loud. Yep. Throws Big Durgar boy this direction slamming him into the wall as he shrinks down like so we watch as he gets like shoved over slams in the wall as as normal size Durgar head cracking against the marble of the stairs absolutely dead um the next one 17 it's 17 damage that's actually immense uh so that's yeah, this one gets pushed backwards. I know Shatter doesn't necessarily have a push, but I always like imagining it's enough force that like big ones will definitely shove people. Yeah. Uh, and the next guy, he with advantage, he makes the save, so he takes the half damage, correct? Yes. So correct. Uh, it'll be eight. Um, but yeah, he's he's hit by it as well, and like chunks of the uh, of the wall have like come off and like sprayed them with like this uh, the, like marble gravel now. Um, huge hit. Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah, so two of them are now are now dead, and like a thunderclap, the shatter has gone off, reverberating inside the mausoleum. We get like the the camera shot of like being down in the catacombs, and it's so loud that like the dust has like shakes, and like we get the dust that comes down. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It yeah, super loud. Um, there's two remaining. Uh, they seem 
hurt, but still determined. Um, I mean, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I'm just gonna hang on. What level? My warlock level is four now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I can replace my temporary hit points from Malia with the temporary hit points I gain from killing someone, right? Yes. They don't stack, yeah. They yeah. don't stack, but I'd give you the bigger number. Yeah, I think right? I get... Okay, so I get uh, my charisma modifier plus my warlock level, which would make it seven. Perfect, yeah. So now you have seven temporary hit points. Seven temporary hit points. Hooray. Perfect. And I'm glad you got to use the, the reaction to disengage, too. That's super cool. So yeah. That, we got really nice nice stuff for new skills. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so now the... Oh, that's a dead Duragar. So it's Varus's turn. Alright, uh, I'm still upright. Um, hmm. Wondering if I should fight or heal. Uh. It looks like, I mean, it looks like Molly has bought you guys a little bit of time since the other ones are outside, but they're definitely, they're definitely still enraged and enlarged. Yeah, I might cast Cure Wounds on myself. Yeah, go for it. Give myself a little more juice. Mm-hmm. I submit. Go. Eight. Yeah, eight. Uh, yeah, so go ahead and heal yourself up. Eight. Perfect. All right. Um, and then, uh, hmm. I think I'm going to stay where I'm at. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to heal myself and prepare for the next wave of giant angry dwarves. Yeah, sure. Um, I think that's a that's a wonderful idea. Uh, let's see. Is this a dead Duragar? Nope, that's an alive one. It's a, okay, so they're both. Oh, they're both one right out for the other, and the other one's dead. Okay, I'm gonna remove that guy from the list. So yeah, now it's the uh, the Duragar's turn. But before they get to they they find themselves able to to move in, um, we get the camera shot of like the enlarged Duragar about to like walk into the mausoleum, and then we see a torchlight kind of like off to the side, and we hear a voice. Who goes there? Oh shit! Oi! Oi, what's going on over there? Make yourselves known. And then we hear like, we, we get, he like walks into the frame and it's this kind of like aging uh, guardsman, um, uh, a knight. And um, he walks in, he walks into the area. He goes, what is, what's going on here? And he draws, he draws his blade here uh, and he's going to attempt to, to be uh, helpful. Um, yeah, so he's going to jump in at this point in the, uh, in the initiative order, and I will go ahead and put him back onto the map. You guys can't currently see him because he's in, he's outside, uh, but there seems to be someone outside that's going to be fighting this Duragar, uh, and so he is going to make two attacks with his sword. Ah. Bah. Uh, and he does so. He 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 makes he makes those attacks. Geez, um, that's a that's a big strong boy. Um, so he deals. Oh God, yeah. The first strike kills like cleaves in half almost immediately. This this uh, the the severely injured Duragar, uh, and we watch like we get the shot of. We don't see like his face just yet. We just see like he's an aging guard. Um, and he kills one of these Duragar. We watch as it like shrinks down back to its original size. Um, he goes, "What's going on here? You, who's inside the mausoleum?" 
And, and he's like, he looks like he's squaring up with the next Durgar. What evil is afoot? Uh, so what, uh, I think that's gonna be his turn. So he goes after Varys. That Durgar is now dead. This next one sees him and he's, shit. And I'm gonna see if, let's see what the Durgar do here. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, yeah. So he, the Durgar, rushes the knight uh, foolishly, most likely, uh, and attempts to hit him with his enlarged pickaxe. The knight uh, deftly pushes the pickaxe to the side, um, and that's all that that guy can do. So he, like, goes over here. He's fighting this this knight now. Malia, it's your turn. Oh, oh my friends and looks that we are not alone here um someone has uh perhaps been drawn to us by the noise of the uh the ringing and the clap of the mm. um what do we want to do do you want to look for that potential extra escape route um i think that's best uh we just bail and try to Goodbye. find him out. <laughs> Thanks for helping. Bye. Yeah. Um, Molly is going to go all the way around and then start going down the stairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So you start heading down the stairs. Uh, do you want to use your action to dash? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. You dash down the, uh, the stairs here. Um, and you find yourself in the in the catacombs. Whoa. Uh, this will change the map for you. Yes, hello. Okay, I don't know how far I went. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50-ish feet, so whatever you need to finish your dash. There. Bye. That's my turn. Okay, cry. What would you like to do? Same thing. Oh, I can't dash, but she's gonna run. <laughs> she can. She can dash with her action. Okay. So yeah. So you're gonna go down the stairs. Find yourself oh. underneath in the catacombs. Oh god, I can't see anything. I think I moved into darkness. Uh, right. So you just move your map over a little bit. You're just shifted to the right on the map. Hello. Cool. Uh, so that was uh, five, ten, fifteen. That was thirty-ish feet. So technically, that was just like your move. Uh, if yeah. you'd like to dash, you're more than welcome to. You have another thirty feet of movement. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna just get right next with with Malia. Okay. Uh, Mina, what would you like to do? Insies. Oh, oh, we lost someone. No. Bye. Oh, no. Bye. All right. Uh, not sure what happened, all but right. now that means the cameras are going to be all weird for a second. Um, okay. Oh, he's oh back. gosh. He's back, but now all the cameras are in different spots, which is fun. Uh, but that's okay. Um, I'm Varus. <laughs> hey, bud. Sorry about that. My, my internet entirely dropped out on me. Oh, jeez. I apologize so badly. All good. I'm just going to move some cameras, and we're going to have to... We'll do the shout-outs a little differently, but that's fine. Okay. Uh, okay, so... 
that fixes that. I think. Though I realize now that some of this stuff is weird, but it's okay. Um, Get every single thing shut down on me. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll give you a second to get that figured out. Um, did you want to just also run down? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just scoot Varus down with everyone else. Okay, perfect. So we'll ju I'll just go ahead and drag you down there. So when you load in, you'll be fine. Okay, I think uh, everything's good now. I just had a okay. little blackout moment. Sure. Uh, and Mina, go ahead and go ahead and do your turn. You, you said you're going to run down as well. Yeah. All right. So I'll pull you over here, and then chat. As it goes black, we'll move over to the other part of the map. Down in the catacombs. It's more hushed down here, subdued. The sound above of the fighting between this knight guardsman and the Duragar fades to the background as you run downstairs. What would you guys like to do? Um, Look for that rat. <laughs> okay, roll me some investigation. Okay. Let's try to see if there's any exits here. Perhaps yeah. hidden. Okay, yeah, invest so investigate for the uh, the exit as well. Mm -hmm. uh, cry, no rats. Uh, from everywhere that you can see, as well as running deeper into the catacombs itself, you do not find any signs of life. Uh, Malia, Mina, Varys, there doesn't seem to be any hidden doors, secret passages, stones that move other than the tops of these crypts. Does anything look disturbed down here? It looks like no one's been down here for ages. Mm. We get the like final shot of Sir Ambrose Everdon slaying the evil Duragar above the Duragar shrinking down to size, collapsing down onto the other uh, other corpse of its fallen brethren. And we get the picture of like Sir Ambrose with his torch held high looking inside the Muslim. Hello in there. Hello. And then we like watch as he starts to walk inside. What, what do you guys want to do? Uh, so the catacombs here ends in a dead end in front of us. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you can run down the, the catacombs and see what happens. Oh, there's more stairs. Uh, I mean, you can move on no. the, the thing and find out. Right. Oh, God, I keep using the wrong option. Oh, look at that. Oh. Yeah. Keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, I think we're <laughs> going to just keep going. Sure. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> As you guys run down the uh, the end of the catacombs here, you find some empty locations where future, uh, future things can be kept. In front of you, at the very end, you see a, a door. Go through it. Chicken for traps. Wait. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Malia will very quickly. Uh, she'll take the hat off of the light and then run her hands over the uh, edges of the door to see if it's trapped or anything seems questionable. Yeah, roll inve inve investigation for me on the door. Acid. <laughs> Ten. It doesn't seem trapped. Definitely seems that it's locked by some kind of mechanism. Does it seem like a mechanism that I might be able to lockpick through? You can certainly try. Oh, hey. Does it look like one of my keys might fit? 
Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. I'll try the first key, the original. You put the key inside the slot it fits and gives you a satisfying click as the door opens. I'm gonna Let check go ahead and... I'm gonna check the area right out like beyond the door real quick, see if there's any trip wires on the other side. Uh you check the other side. You notice it's just a small room. Singular coffin inside. I've been deceived by small rooms before. <laughs> investigate investigate the threshold for me. Might as well. Three. Doesn't seem like there's anything. Mm -hmm. Um, do we go in? Might as well. I can go in for you. As as all of this is happening, like we we get we get a shot of of Sir Ambrose Everdon, like stepping inside the mausoleum. Hello. Heard other noises in here. It's safe now. You can come out. And then, like, he steps on the ball bearings. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Grandpa. Let's see, if, let's see if he breaks his coccyx. Throw out his um, hand. We keep hurting old people. <laughs> he, he slips and he catches his. Oh. Oh. Ah. <clears throat> uh, you seem to have left some of your belongings up here. Why don't we just have a nice conversation? And we watch as he like continues to carefully walk into the room. Like he like checks behind each of the different coffins and stuff to make sure he's not going to get jumped out on. And you know we get that shot. You guys don't know this is happening. You just hear this echo down into the to the catacombs. You hear uh, like an older gentleman trying to trying to talk to you. What would you like to do? Let's pile into the room and. Kiggs. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Kiggs right here, and we're gonna go inside. So you leave Kiggs outside the door, and you're gonna try to squeeze everyone into this room with the... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're gonna close this... Oh my god, this room is tiny! <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, it's tiny! It's time to get cozy! We're gonna okay. slam this door shut and lock it. Okay. Can we? Okay, first of all, before wait, wait, we do yeah. that, can we open it from the inside? <laughs> we just uh, die in here. Start I mean, it, 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 it seems it does look like the lock mechanism is operatable from the inside. Okay. Um, okay. The door itself is just like on hinges and just push it open. All right, um, then yes. Close and lock the door. Close and lock the door. That's funny. Okay, hang on. Let me go ahead and draw you a door. I'm gonna possess kings. There it is. The door's locked, and you're inside this. I'm. I'm just gonna zoom in on this for the map because I think it's hilarious. Nobody touch my butt, okay? There they are. Omita's touching your butt. Oh, okay. That's all right. I consent. Oh well, there you go. Uh, as long as consent is involved, chat, you know that that's very important. Um, all of a sudden, the sound is everything that you could hear, like Ambrose stomping around, not being super quiet. The jingle of his armor, as well as calling out to you, fades away immediately as the stone door is shut. As you lock yourself inside a tomb. What do you do? Be very, very quiet. <laughs> 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 
You left Kiggs outside? Yeah. <laughs> Quietly. Um, okay. Time passes. Minute. I'm gonna try to possess Kiggs. Absolutely. Through the door. It's fine. You possess Kiggs, and it is dark. It is dark. You can't see anything. But you know Kiggs is just outside, because that's where you left him. Can feel, because you're the cat, like the, the dirt portion of this unfinished area underneath his paws. And you can hear soft footsteps and jingling armor making its way down the stairs and past the first set of coffins. Hello? Hello, is anyone in here? I'm gonna make Kiggs approach the night. Yeah, sure. Kiggs using its cat-like wiles to not bump into anything with its whiskers. And we see now, like, at the end of the hallway, you see, like, lantern light, or uh, uh, torchlight, right? So Kiggs can see it at the end as well. Where do you, do you have Kiggs, like, try to hide? Be stealthy about it? Or just dead center walk towards? Dead center. Turns the, the corner and Kiggs walking directly that, that L shape that you just had, had walked. At the end, we see Sir Ambrose turn the corner and torch held high. He goes, oh! <laughs> oh, um, interesting. Oh, here, kitty. Like, leans down and, like, extends its hand. Here, kitty. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'll have me, have Kiggs approach and meow and be adorable and kind of do little circles around his leg. Sure, yeah. Um, and he, you know, he holds the torch up and, and out of the way. Uh, and he, uh, he pets Kiggs for a while. Um, now that I'm closer, am I able to see a little more about him than an old knight dude? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, he's clearly dressed as a, uh, a person of Waterdeep City Watch. Um, you, you see... If, like, you take a closer look, you see, like, uh, he's definitely one of the, uh, uh, a servant of Kelimvor, right? So he has, like, uh, that the small symbol of the god of the dead, like, on a chain around his neck over his, like, water-deep garb. Um, and he's just sitting there petting uh, the cat. He's grizzled. Seems that he hasn't shaved in a while. He's got a lot of gray uh, amongst his, uh, on his face, it's a human male, uh, probably, you know, pushing late 50s, maybe early 60s, um, but you notice that, like, even carrying all the armor and this giant sword on his back, he doesn't seem encumbered by any of it. A lot of old, old man strength still left in this guy. Um, but yeah, he just looks down, big brown eyes at Kegs and pets the cat. What happened here, huh? Was this you? Meow. Did you leave those ball bearings upstairs? Huh? Meow. Hmm. Curious. He stands up and begins walking past Kiggs deeper into the catacombs. Peeking, we see, like, through Kiggs' eyes, we see him peeking behind each of the walls. Hello? Anyone here? Comes to the last door. Sees the door. Pushes on it. Notices it's locked. Hmm. 
curious. He turns around and begins exiting the catacombs. Walking past Kiggs, he reaches down and pets him. Oh, come now. Um, we'll have to get this place cleaned up, but um, can't have you just hanging around in here. And he attempts to pick up Kiggs. Uh, yeah. Yep, sure. Okay. Picks up Kiggs. Uh, and, you know, just like cradling him gently and walks back up the stairs. We're going to have to get all this mess cleaned up, huh? And he carefully picks his way around the uh, the ball bearings. Well, we'll send some of the boys by in the morning. Make sure nothing's missing, too. I want to piss off that family. And he kind of exits the frame, and also the hundred feet that you're able to see Kiggs. Okay. And use Kiggs for his possession. All right, I'll let him carry Kiggs off. It's fine. And I'll okay. release. And I'm like, uh, he's left. <sighs> Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, nice. Good, good hiding. Uh, so you, so you, <laughs> so you unlock the door, um, and exit the uh, the area here. And and at this point, uh, the the map itself doesn't actually matter. So I'm just gonna go ahead and pull you guys back to. Uh, something else you can go back to the map of water deep um but yeah so you you come uh out of the uh the hiding place that you're in and uh it's dark and quiet in the crypt again what do you want to do look for that rat well you so you've already looked down here would you like to continue looking down here or um, now that we don't have a sense of urgency, perhaps we will be very thorough. I, I actually want the two people that have familiars. Roll me an arcana check. Ooh. I suck at this. Yeah, me too. 13, Malia. 14. Aha! 14. One better. Yeah, so 14 for Mina. I think both of you, like, you, you, you remember a certain things. You know, if the familiar died, there wouldn't be a body. Mm. It would just disappear to be resummoned again. So something might have killed the familiar, taken the stone, and left. Hmm. Our bad luck. Seems like we have a lot of that. Right. Those were interesting dwarves that we fought. Why? As you make your way upstairs and see the corpses of their busted bodies around you. Oh, I will check their pockets. <gasps> yeah, absolutely. So you want to go rifle through some pockets, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, let's I've see what they have on them. Um, so each of the, the Duragar themselves, they're, they're carrying, uh, some javelins, uh, war picks, uh, and shields, uh, just on their bodies. Uh, and then let's see if they have anything else. Go ahead and roll me some investigation. Let's see if you, like, search through the pockets. Mm. Fifteen. 
Yeah, uh, it seems that they're carrying uh, other than oh, and they also have sorry, I, I forgot to mention they have scale mail armor as well. Um, but it's all dwarf sized. Uh, yeah, they're I mean they have some gold in their pockets, some money. Uh, if you'd like to to take it. Yes. Okay. Uh, so this is there's four of them. You find uh, total here. I'll just give you the totals. Do, let me math real quick. Twenty six silver, twenty seven silver pieces. Ten gold pieces. Fourteen copper. Okay. Um. Hmm. Do Varus? Hmm. Do you know anything about these dwarves? Do I recognize these dwarves? Yeah, does Varus know anything about these dwarves? Um. Yeah, sure. Uh, I was also going to say that you know, like, with your investigation of fifteen, you also noticed that like one of the leather bracers that one of these guys is wearing actually has like a a knife sheath, uh, a dagger sheath in it as well, which is somewhat interesting. Um. And uh, yeah, so you, you see that if you would want to, to take that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem anything special, it's just kind of interesting. Sure. What would you know about these dwarves? Um, oh, I don't know. Are they Let's see. In water deep? Uh, roll me history. Okay. Six, Malia, Varus, two. It was dwarves. You know, real you, know <laughs> you know they're dwarves. Um y- Yeah, I mean you you know they're they're dwarves. Hmm. They're they're not the same as normal dwarves. You know that they're called Duragar or Duragar, D U E R G A R. Um generally seen as uh ne'er do wells uh evil intentions. Uh, generally found deep in the Underdark. So it's odd that they're here. Hmm. But you do remember that they asked about the stone, asked very forcefully with a war pick in someone's clavicle. Uh, but that's all you can kind of pick up on this. I know that they was dwarves, they got real big, and they hit real hard. Yeah, good summation. Okay. Um, um, I did a, a cure wounds. I'm, I'm fine. I need a rest though. Yes. I think we could all use a rest. I suppose there isn't much more we're going to learn of this place. So, uh, perhaps we should leave before the cleanup crew arrives. Okay, so you guys exit mausoleum. Give me some stealth checks. Sneak your way out of the City of the Dead. Varys, 18. Malia, 16. Mina, 8. Cry. Um, I was gonna, before we leave, I wanted to pat one of the um, coffins and just do a quick little um, sorry about the mess. <laughs> sure. She, she wants to apologize for sure. Mm-hmm. 
and seven for, for Cry. It's a group, not super bad, uh, roughly middling. It's clear that you're tired and trying to quickly make your escape out of the City of the Dead. Um, do you just head back to where you would come in? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, without incident, you do make it to the wall and up and over uh, in the early morning hours as it is now. Uh, you make your way back to Troll Skull. Is there anything else you'd like to do on the way back, or would you like to just get home? Oh, it's really late, huh? It, yeah, I mean, it, it's night. It's definitely, it's almost the next day. Uh, but it's been dark for a while now. I know Fala can't see it, but I'm gonna still wave. Sure. As you make your way down Troll Skull uh, Alley, you wave to, uh, I just noticed that Cry and, and, and Mike are in different positions in their... I'm very But yeah, so you, you wave uh, I'll eat a rat. to a probably <laughs> sleeping probably sleeping Fala um, and you make your way to Troll Skull. Uh, Troll Skull is quiet. The fire is still going uh, and you walk inside and you see Jane scrubbing down Jane. The, uh, the bar top and she goes, oh uh, hi, uh, welcome home. I hope you had a good day as she gets like a closer look at you as you all come in and you're all like in various states of disrepair and like your clothes are tattered and like there's blood stains on things and she's like oh big day of uh, adventuring huh glad you're all alright welcome home uh, need a drink food or oh, just your beds no more drinks no more yeah. No more drinks. Of course, of course. She she pulls out like your usuals, right? Like you've been doing this for a while now, so she places it. She obviously brings water out, and then she like she gives you each like your glass of wine and whatever. She's I'll see if the uh, cook's got anything left over for you. Bring your snack. Biscuits. I'll find you some biscuits. And she goes back into the kitchen. And she comes back out. They're cold, um, but they're still just you know good crumbly biscuits, right? She's like, what? It's cold, but uh, I got you this and uh, some of today's meat. It's like it's also kind of cold. She's like, I, you know, I put it in a pan, reheat it for you. Uh, well, you know, biscuits, uh, some of the beef what we had today. Ah, oh, thank you. She nods. And she's I'm about finished here, uh, cleaning down. Uh, I'll lock up for the night and uh, head home. Uh, you uh, have a have a good evening, and I'll uh, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. She, you know. Goes out, takes the key that you've given her. She locks the door for you guys out, and she gives you a little wave from the doorstep and, and you know, shoulders her little bag and, and walks to her house. Um, and that's where we find ourselves at the uh, at the end of uh, today's show. So uh, it's 5.30. We started a little bit early today, so we're going to end a little bit early as well. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was really cool. That was a really good game. That was a lot of fun. That was a good NPC encounter. Good fight. Good hiding. Oh, it was hiding good. Was so good. It was really fun. I had a that was I had a great time. So thank you guys for playing. Chat, thank you for being here tonight. I super duper appreciate it. Even though that we were a little bit early, um, and you came by to uh, to watch it. Uh, yeah. So that was super cool. Um, I think we'll we'll do some we'll do some shout outs here in, in just a second. I do wanna uh, I do wanna do that. I know that the camera's gonna be a little bit messed up. So we're gonna do Mike, but Bravo's gonna show up on the screen. So Mike, your camera three, and I'm gonna put your camera up there in, in just a 
just a hot, hot second. Uh, camera three. Bop. And bye, Bravo. Mike's there now, and we're going to put him behind the overlay. <laughs> and then there we go. Mike, where can the people find you at? Hey, thanks. Uh, at nodicemike.com. You can go there to find information on Patreon, commissions, all my social media. One convenient place for all of my information, nodicemike.com. Thank you very much. You know what I'm going to do right now because I keep forgetting this? nodicemike.com. Dot com. Done. Added it to the list. Yay. Now it's on there. All right. I feel better about this now. Uh, <laughs> cool. Excellent. Stella, where can the people find you at? Hello, hello. I am Stella Luna here on Twitch. I do variety streaming of the artsy fartsy kind and also D&D of various kinds as well. Do you like Pokemon? Do you like doggies? Do you like sci-fi space? There's D&D for that and you can find all of that at my channel. And I also play here on Thursdays for our Cypress show where I play Ashlog, the Swamp yeah. Witch. Yeah. As a note on the uh, the Ashlog thing before we do that, <clears throat> I'm going to put a link in the chat and everyone should go like the video for Cypress from last week. Yay, it's released right now. And Yay. also the podcast version of that should be also released right now. Um, I, I think I'm... I think I might need to actually update that. But anyways, so Cypress is available now. If you haven't caught up with that yet, head on over to the YouTube channel or uh, to any of the locations that we have for the podcast, and you can get caught up with that stuff uh, there. Perfect. Uh, let's see who shows up when I click Dame's button. Dungeon Dame, where do the people find you at? Hey, guys. You can find me here on Twitch at Dungeon underscore Dame, also on Instagram and Twitter at the same name. You can find me here playing Dragon Heist on most Sundays over on Stella Luna's channel playing Dark Matter every other Friday. And once in a while, I will be playing on Kiba 22s channel uh, some more D&D 5E. So if you want to watch D&D, those are the places I will be. Excellent. Thank you very much. Now when I hit the Bravo button, Mike's going to show up. Oh. All right. Let's wait. Let's find out what what camera Bravo is first. Two. Okay. So hang on. Bravo, your camera two. And I will fix you. Woo! All right, Bravo, where can the people find you at? You can find me at Bravo, that's with five R's, B-R-R-R-R-R-A-V-O. Sorry about that. Um, I am streaming on Wednesdays at 6.30 over um, at Nick Kibble's channel, who is also in Cyprus. We do NPC Lab, where we build NPC monsters and sometimes magic items. Um, that's all open stuff that, if you're a DM, you can put into your game. Um, I just had a really fantastic encounter made um, last Wednesday, so, um, you know, find that. I'm going to be streaming a lot more games in Overwatch as well. I'm going to do a game fuel experiment. Don't know when, um, but stay tuned for that. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, is that, I think I did, I think I did everyone. That's pretty good. Hi, I'm Runaway Robot, Joel, your resident DM here for all Dice Fall shows. And I appreciate you guys being here tonight. If you haven't followed the channel already, you should absolutely do that. You should also follow all of these lovely people on their Twitters and on their Twitch channels and all of the fun things. Uh, we will be off next week, next Sunday, because Gen Con, woo! And our... Our uh, lovely Stella Luna will be gone. So we're going to have both this Thursday and this Sunday. There will be no Dungeons & Dragons taking a week off. Um, we'll be doing stuff on the channel. I'll be playing games probably pretty poorly, but it'll be great. We'll have a great time. Have a great, great time. Uh, and I think that's it for us this evening. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again. 
I hope you had a wonderful time. And until next time, later. Bye.